Uh, another week. Another talking dirty. Ho. 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 Nice. Nice. The trifecta. <laughs> this week we have for you big NBA week with the uh, Christmas Day preview, the power rankings, and some beef on the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll get more on that is later. That like, is that like beef on what? I don't know. I was thinking like beef, cow, bulls, you know? Like it's yeah. kind of one and the same. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> then we take it over to the NFL. We got the week 15 recap, injuries, segments, headlines, the playoff picture, and then the week 16 pickums. And then we have a top five this week in honor of the holiday. We have top five worst Christmas things. Worst Christmas things. Worst. So bottom five Christmas things. Correct. Yeah. Um, a little bit grinchy to this week, mm-hmm. mainly because we were running out of top five for <laughs> holidays. But, you know, it is what it is. And then we got a few trailers with movies and then wrapping it all up with our jams of the week. With that, Ryan, how about a word from our sponsor? Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, quick shout out to Kent's Brothers Painting, 412-784-1577, 412-784-1577. Um, they're a great painting company out of the North Hills of Pittsburgh. Um, they're actually having a holiday promotion right now. Yeah. Free quote. Yeah. If, if you, you call them and say, talking dirty sent you. Really? Is yeah, this legit? Yeah, yeah this is legit. <laughs> like, like, they'll, they'll give you a free quote on any paint job uh, during the That's holiday awesome. season if you say, talking dirty sent you. Sent wow. You. Yeah. That's right. right. Once did, again, four did, that old, did that old lady ever go for the uh, and say guys shitty house? We talked about that a couple weeks. Yeah, but ago. Not, she's not doing it for another couple months. So she uh, probably, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. Uh, but anyway, that being said, let's get into it. All right, and guy, before we get into it, first off, Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. Happy Krimbus. I mean, you're getting into one of my most hated things about Christmas right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate that. I hate that, Vaughn. You do? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why people think it's funny. I, I think it's, like, funny enough. I, I think, think I, it's passable. I think I, I think I chuckled at it the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, all right, that's it. But, but it's like a cult classic vine. Yeah. It's like it a is. cult classic vine, which I don't get. Mm-hmm. Like, it's up there with like, what the fuck, Richard? And that, what the fuck, Richard? Always <laughs> funny to me. Or um, like, uh, I dropped my croissant. <laughs> yeah. You maybe dropped my croissant. <laughs> or I almost dropped my croissant. That's so funny. Man, I miss vine. Bring back vine. I used to fall asleep randomly at school to just vine compilations. Yeah. Like that like when I was in college, <laughs> that's all that's the only thing to turn my brain off. Yeah. And then I like watch like all the vine compilations on mm-hmm. YouTube. And so then there's like no more worlds to conquer. Alexander was set whatever was that what's that saying? Um he that he wept for there's no more worlds to conquer. Is that Alexander the Great? I think it might have been I have no idea. I missed that history class. It's it's the same history class as the Ides of March. Ah uh, yeah. No, which you officially won. I asked one I more, did. I asked one more person. Yeah, and he no clue, no idea. <laughs> yeah. He's he started he started fake knowing he like, it's, 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 it was <laughs> he seppy. Sell it. it was seppy. He tried to sell it. No, but he's like I, I was like, <laughs> do you know what the odds of March is? And he goes, the odds of what? <laughs> and I was like, the odds of March. And then he's like, uh, and I was like, uh, me and guy were like had a bet, and we're talking about <laughs> who would know it and not. 
He's like, I, I, I've heard of it. I'm like, no, you haven't. He's like, no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to help you out. He tried to. He be tried. He tried to help me out. But <laughs> and I, I literally just stopped at that. Yeah. I had three people that I said they all said no, and I said three people would say yes. So. Mm. Um. But right. How you doing? It's Christmas time. Oh yeah, I'm I'm doing okay, man. Um. So finally done with the the office parties. Uh, okay. They suck. I I. I've only been to my Christmas party at my work. Yeah. We do it in January, so it's like a well after because we. That's cool. We work in a restaurant, so like yeah. we have to like host restaurant all the parties. Restaurant would be a good like Christmas party. Yeah, and so like we uh, like like this year we're going to the yacht club, Fox Chapel Yacht yeah. Club, and like there's a live music, a live band playing like mm-hmm. the same night, so they have like a corner reserved for us. Like, it's cool. Yeah, that's it's cool. on a Saturday night, so it's just like a night out. But like when you're the youngest person by like ten years in the office, that's true. It sucks. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it sucks. Because I'm the youngest person by maybe 30 years in my office, but yeah. the servers not in my office, like downstairs, they've also worked there. Mm-hmm. They're all my age. Yeah. The bartenders, yeah. like I'm friends with a lot of them. Exactly. But yeah, how you doing, man? If this wasn't Christmas week, I would honestly say shitty. Yeah, true. true. Uh, I have the, on Tuesday night, I stubbed my toe. To the point where... Wait, which toe? My big toe on my right oh, foot. Oh, that's the worst. The toenail cracked, chipped off oh. a big chunk. Oh, like, um, Like, not enough where it bled, but <clears throat> far enough where it hurts that it's exposed. Yeah. You know like what I'm talking about? Every time you took a step, it, like, hurt. Like, it still does when it rubs against my sock and stuff. Yeah. And, mm. like, going to bed last night is rubbing against the blankets, and it was excruciating. Oh. Yeah. So I literally had to wear one sock the bed. Dude, the worst? So, like... When I like so, if something like that happens, and you have like a really sharp toenail, but you don't know it at the moment. Yeah, and you like go to like scratch your leg with your foot or something. You like full on cut, and it. it's just like a cut. <laughs> yeah, because you had no idea, or like yeah. you're in bed in the sheets, and like it just like rips the sheets or something. Yeah, yeah, I have a hole in one my one of my blankets. A yeah, little I've tiny done that, stuff, and I'm just yeah. like, fuck, like goddamn. Yeah, it's awful. Um, True. What else is? Oh, stub toe has a lot of like. Supplemental problems. That yeah, could see, it, I really didn't even stub my toe. I stubbed my mm-hmm. toenail. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only thing that hit it. Because, like, yeah, you have the initial pain, obviously, but it goes away pretty quickly. But then you have like all the uh, stuff coming afterwards, like you know? this, like this, exactly. Yeah, and it's it, it doesn't. It's not. It's rare, but it does. It is. Um, what else is going on? There's another shitty thing. <laughs> work right now is just super boring because I did all my work for the year. Yeah, like, I won't have like a full day's work until like February. Which Damn. which that sounds like great, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. like it's not because still like I'm just still have to be go in the office for yeah. eight hours, and like today I literally was just like the one a manager came upstairs like oh I forgot something on my desk I'll be right back and I said I'll go get it like, you stay here <laughs> like he was going to go into my office going to the other let, person's office let me do something I was like I will run up and down the stairs for you just I need something to do and it was it's just awful he's uh, probably oh yeah Ryan's a really good guy man like <laughs> yeah. Well, look at Ryan go. He's such a hard worker. It's because I literally had nothing else to do. Um, and then I also, another shitty thing, too, they go, it's Christmas because it's kind of take my mind off it. But fantasy, I'm just very, like, I'm at that point of the season where every every decision I make, every waking moment, I'm just staring at the fantasy app. Yeah, it's a lot of stress. With pure anxiety. Yeah, it's, that's true. And, like, both my matchups, I'm, I'm so, I'm in the semifinals on one league. Mm-hmm. The other league, I'm in around the quarterfinals, I'd say. For, like, the big prize. It's yeah. a conference final week right now. Gotcha. Then gotcha. it goes to the final four. Mm-hmm. So, like, in both matchups, I'm favored, but I'm, like, 
54 and 53 percent probability which is like it's tough not enough for me yeah yeah it's like i never count a win until i have more points than they're projected yeah that's yeah. the only time i count it for a win mm-hmm. no absolutely um but yeah other than that though christmas is great can't wait yeah yeah coming around the mountain yeah absolutely um hmm. what else i don't know Oh, did you see Samuel L. Jackson's Twitter thing today? No, what happened? Yesterday? What happened to it? He didn't know people can see your likes. So oh, no. li- he went on a p- porn liking spree. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's like, uh, yeah, I saw a bunch of posts about it. Oh, man. And, and it's like people would start tweeting like, dude, like at Samuel L. Jackson, we can see your likes. He's got to get bonked. Yo, he definitely, <laughs> he, he went on like them all, so it's not there anymore. But I, I, I'll pull up, I'll pull up, uh. Let me pull up the um, the videos that people took. <laughs> what it was? He's a real dude. I like Samuel L. Though. Oh yeah, great guy. Great guy. So let's see here. <laughs> oh yeah, here. <laughs> so it's just like that's just like a screen <laughs> capture. It's, like, <laughs> it's just literally porn. It's just a bunch of porn. I thought you said that it was like scenes or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like It wasn't like actual like dick. Like you know. Yeah. No. It's literally just it's it's just like. Very like raunchy. Yeah, it's like full on penetration scenes. <laughs> yeah. Then if, then if if you go long enough, it's like him liking a pic uh, a picture of like Lawrence Fishburne, and like him like <laughs> liking Brie Larson's tweet. It's just it's so funny. Man, that's funny as shit. Yeah, it, 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 I I saw it yesterday, and he's the type of guy where it's not problematic. It's just like, oh Sam. Yeah, you come crazy on Sam, you, you little goofball. <laughs> um, yeah, but I just had that written down for my miscellaneous stuff. To talk about. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but all right, let's take it over to sports then. If you yeah. have anything else to add. Christmas. This is our Christmas episode, so we will get into the top fives later. Um, other than that, we're just using the Christmas time as a title for our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but before we get into basketball news, uh, miscellaneous sports. Miscellaneous sports. Oh, you got something. Uh, just the World Cup ended. Um, it was Argentina versus France in the finals. Yeah. Argentina... Now, first of all, that game was crazy. I was, like, keeping up with it as I was driving home from D.C. Gotcha. And I just kept saying Chelsea was to score. It's like, oh, it's 2 nothing Argentina. I'm like, okay, cool. Half hour passes. Chelsea was to score. It's 3-3. Like, what? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> yeah, and then we – then I kept checking, and it was, like, going to extra time. To update me. <laughs> yeah. She, she really failed on that one. But then, like, we went, it went to extra time, and it was still ties. like, oh, shit. And finally, we got back to Chelsea's house right whenever penalty kicks. So it went to penalty kicks. Uh, okay. Penalty kicks started whenever we got to Chelsea's house. I watched all of that. Um, it, it was a great game uh, and all, but there's a lot of news afterwards, too, with Salt Bay. Did you see all the Salt Bay stuff? No. I, I, I saw he was, like, trending, but I didn't see why. Um, He was at the World Cup. Yeah. Not Argentinian. <laughs> He's Turkish. Okay. He was on the field celebrating with the team afterwards, and it's like a big no-no to like touch the. I mean, not no-no, but like a lot of people say, think the only people who should touch the World Cup are the players, the oh. coaches, and like the the president. Say like U.S. one. Yeah. Like the president yeah. and the team can touch it. That's like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Salt Bay literally had it. It was doing the salt thing on it. Uh, he was getting pictures <laughs> with everybody. Like, that on the, guy uh, has just like milked that thing dry, dude. It's it's very <laughs> annoying. It's uh, so old now. But the the peak of it all was he's going around getting pictures of all the players. 
and he went up to Messi, and he, like, literally grabbed Messi by the arm and pulled him towards him to take a picture. And Messi, the whole time, was like, was like what the fuck, dude, face? Mm, and yeah. just basically says, ha, cool, and, like, looks away and ignores him. Yeah, he always seemed, like, kind of a D-bag to me. Solpe? Yeah, mm-hmm. he definitely is, dude. Yeah. He definitely is. I sometimes see his videos. I mean, we've it's been used for uh, memes, too, with him just slapping the meat mm-hmm. super sexually and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, he really got into it. He's a douche. Mm-hmm. But I also remember seeing viral videos of like people just wowing out at his restaurants. Yeah. Like his, his restaurants like Miami and stuff are just like crazy people go there. Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. That's funny. Um, but all right, let's take it over to the NBA Christmas week. Uh, my, it's my favorite week for the NBA because it's a lot of people um, consider this is the start of the NBA season. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is like the second fiddle to NFL Thanksgiving. NBA Christmas. Yeah. And I don't mm. like how the NFL has been trying to play on Christmas because, like, yeah, they are doing that. They, they ate the last, like, it's kind of fucked up. A few years they have had a lot of games on Christmas. Yeah. I, I feel like all the major sports conglomerates should just be like, hey, we're going to respect each other's turf. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I think it's good as is. Yeah. You know what? Give Thanksgiving to football, mm-hmm. Christmas to NBA. Yep. Uh, the Winter Classic is always New Year's Day, so give mm-hmm. hockey New Year's. Yep. And then March, baseball Fourth of July, college basketball. March, yeah, March Madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball will be Fourth of July. Give yep. them that, uh, or, or Memorial Day because that's like kind of the end April's of the draft for the NFL. Yeah, um, yeah, that's about it. Are there any other major sports? Um, no. I mean, you can't really give golf, baseball, golf Father's October. Day. Yeah, true, Father's true. Day, give it to golf. Mm, the Father's Day classic. Yeah, yeah, give that. April Masters, too. Yeah, April definitely gets Masters, but there's no give Arbor Day. <laughs> Masters yeah. is a holiday, honestly, at this mm-hmm. point. Um, but yeah, what was that tangent from? Uh, Christmas Day games, NBA. Oh, one more thing about World Cup. I just saw it now. <laughs> They're, the uh, president of FIFA, I guess, is pitching the idea for uh, World Cup every three years instead of four years. I, I, don't I, like I always that. thought they did it every three years or every it's, year. No, it's every four years. Okay. I, I I'd rather four. Keep it four. What what's like the significance of having it every four years? I don't know, but it just feels right. I'd rather have something four years than three years. I mean I feel like soccer every year would be kind of cool. Like that kind of World Cup level action. Yeah. So I think what they usually do is they <laughs> usually have like World Cup every four years, but then like how the Summer Olympics is every four years, and oh, yeah, the, you the know how it gets Olympics. cut yeah. two and two. Um, I'm like they usually have like the Copa America and like the Euro Cups on the off other two. Gotcha. Yeah, and it's like I I, I don't know. I I just rather have the 2026 World Cup, 2030 World Cup, 34 than like 33, 29. I don't know. It uh, sounds a little picky. It's very picky. It's 100. percent This is. A, yeah. This is 100% just pickiness. Mm. But I feel like just alternate it with the Olympics. Get your bag. You know, but, yeah, happen. but like you mean every other year. Yeah, so every other year. So it's like Summer Olympics, World Cup, Winter Olympics, Euro mm. slash Cup America, Summer Olympics, World yeah. Cup. Kind of is like that. Is it already? Uh, no, because they're both. They're all on even years, I guess. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, NBA, NBA, Christmas Day, Christmas. Before we get into all the previews and stuff for that, power rankings, we have a new number one. Really, new number one alert. Wow, 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 
Um, the Bucks. Wow. Uh, they are the defensive they're, juggernauts. They're, they're just a good team. They're defensive juggernauts, as you mentioned. Um, Giannis missed their game against the Jazz over the weekend, and they still won by 26. Um, the Bucks are four and one without Giannis this year so far. Yeah, and they just added Joe Ingles back um, as, a, as a, another role player. Yeah, it's a shows, solid role player. Yeah, too. they the, the stat that they still won their records four and one without Giannis so far this year mm-hmm. just shows that they just have everyone's good. Or Giannis is a fraud. Well, yeah, he's definitely not a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna say all that. He's definitely not a fraud. It's just that, like, without their best player, I can see Skip can step up. making that take or something. I bet he has. Like the Bucks are four and one without him. How is he that good? I would. <laughs> I wish we had an intern because mm-hmm. I'd sit here and tell him to look up. Just go on Twitter and search Skip Bayless's handle with Giannis and fraud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I bet. I bet there's something. I bet there's. I could see him doing that during like MVP talks. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, he's not the MVP. The Bucks are four and one without him. Yeah, I I don't know. I I, got, I have to know, mentally note that someone wants mm-hmm. this up later. If there is, I'm just, gonna tw- I'm just gonna post it on Instagram. So if everyone listening sees an Instagram post of Skip Bayless mm. calling Giannis a fraud, that's why. Um, number two, the Celtics. So the Celtics have Robert Williams back, but they've lost four out of their last five, including a back to back to the Magic over the weekend. Um, they're on a really big losing skid right now, um, which actually. Uh, Re- recurring guest Jababes, G Baby, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. just randomly texted me last night, dude. The Celtics suck right now, <laughs> and like I just we're just going back and forth. And this is exactly what I told him. I said a team like this can afford a skid like this because yeah, they are a good, a good team. They started off really great. Them getting into a little slump right now is bad. Not bad. Like, no, they, they not can by afford. Any means. They can afford these losses and stuff. Yeah. Now, what we both kind of agreed on, if this keeps going, then it starts getting concerning because then you look at you have a uh, first-time coach and that could be the issues. Your your stars are not the youngest anymore, but they're also like still young in the, the grand scheme of their career, so mm-hmm. maybe they can't really pull leadership skills together. Um, but we're not there yet. Now we're just – they dropped a couple games, and a lot of which were a Western road trip, which they still came out – I think they came off their West Coast road trip uh, two and two in four games. So that's not that bad. No, not at all. Yeah. But, all right, yeah, the Celtics. So they're number two. But they're still a good team, but they're number two. Number three, got the Cavs. The Cavs have been 6-2 and two since Jarrett Allen's return to the lineup. During uh, their recent four-game win streak, they have held opponents under 100 points three out of, the, the, out of those four games, which brings the Cavs' defensive rating from uh, to a 106.8 per 100 possessions, which is number one in the league. So Jarrett Allen – Defensive juggernaut, essentially. Yeah, I, I I like the Cavs, but once Donovan Mitchell went there, I'm I'm just still kind of just butt hurt about it. Yeah, you you can say you hate them, but I, I, yeah, I, I mean I'm rooting against them. I I wouldn't have if it was. It's not that I hate them, but yeah, I'm rooting against them. If they won, it's not like the end of the world. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like it's it stings a little more. I I just would prefer not them to, them not to win. Yeah, kind of like um. The Nets. So if if it comes down to like Celtics Cavs, I'm rooting my ass off for this Cavs. Um, if it's Sixers Cavs, I probably if would too. Ben Simmons is on the Nets, I'm rooting for the Nets. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying Cavs. Mm. I was going to use the Nets as an example of they're the same kind of team to me. Yeah. If they're playing the Sixers or the Celtics, two teams I don't like the most. Yeah, for sure. I will root for them. Yeah, but sure. I, get, I get what you're saying. But if it's like the Bucks versus the Nets, I'd probably root for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. True. Or Bucks versus Cavs, I'd probably root for the Cavs. 
I mean, the Bucks. I mean, I'd root for the Bucks if it was Bucks Cavs. It's on my. I'd probably root for the Nets if it wasn't the Heat or the Knicks. Yeah, I I basically would only root for the Cavs or Nets if it was against a team I don't like more than them. I just really want that Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons post. I really want it. Yeah, <laughs> and once again, I think I say this all the time. Anytime we're we're not even on the Sixers right now, but like. I hate the Sixers, but mm-hmm. I love Joel, so it's like kind of like I don't know what to do. I hate the Sixers, but Joel's cool. And he'll probably retire there, honestly. Yeah, I no, can't. He, see he's him not going again. anywhere. But yeah. like, do I want him to be one of those greats and never win? Because I like Joel, so I wouldn't mind him getting a ring. But I think it'd be funny if he has a Hall of Fame career but doesn't win in the Sixers. Then his last year, he just goes sits the bench somewhere. And gets We're gonna a have some players like that. Yeah, by the end of Dame. Like, this NBA, yeah, age. Yeah, Dame's, Dame's gonna be one, one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, Trace McGrady was one of those guys, and he still never got a ring. Probably beat. Russ. Russ will be one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Like he, like everyone we named right now already Hall of Famer. In my eyes. yeah, for sure. Like all three of those guys we just named, but yeah. like they don't have a ring. So I don't know. Harden. Yeah, probably Harden too. I think they're. I think Joella and Harden's best chances right now with the Sixers. Yeah, if they don't win like with, with this, this duo, with they, they then, they'll, then they'll have to win on like as like an old man on the bench. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a like a like a, a Peyton Manning on the Broncos, Gary Payton time. on the Heat. Yeah, <laughs> Hall of Fame uh, point guard, but he never won with the C- Seattle. Um, anyway, we're, that was not that was the uh, Cavs we we're talking about there. Number four. This is Mary tangent, Miss. Mm. This is a tangent fast right now already. Number four, Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are currently thirteen and two at home, which is the best home record. Um, they were on a seven-game win streak until dropping back-to-back losses on the road to the Thunder and the Nuggets. The Thunder's uh, lost. They did not have Jaw because he was ejected early, which which I will mention later. Kind of get more of that story later. But uh, their seventh win on that win streak was beating the Bucks by forty-one points. Damn, forty-one. <laughs> the Shit. Bucks. They beat the Bucks. Yeah, 41 points. defensive juggernaut. That's like not. That. Yeah, that's not like the Grizzlies beating up on like the Magic by forty-one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or the Pistons. It's the box. There's always that like one game in the NBA season though against the good team like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm sorry about it, Bucks, but it's, it was you. But the, didn't the Grizzlies do that to the Warriors last year during the playoffs? I don't think it was that bad. I think it was worse. It was worse. I thought it was like fifty. Need the intern. I know we need, we the, need intern. the intern. It was during the playoffs. Because uh, <laughs> I remember watching down Hilton Head. Grizzlies, big win, Warriors. Let's just Google that and see where we get. Yeah, game summary. Final score was. So it finished with 39 points, but the largest lead is somewhere in the 50s, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, Which that doesn't really matter. All right. Mm. Number five, the Nuggets. Uh, Joker, I think right now, by the way, the Nuggets are number one in the West. Wow. Um, but I think it was because them and the Grizzlies had the same record. Mm. I checked this yesterday. Uh, the Grizzlies and the Nuggets had the same record, but the Nuggets just had the tiebreaker. So okay, the, these gotcha. two are essentially the yeah. same like level right now. Uh, Joker may win a third straight MVP the way he's playing right now. The other night he posted 40 points, 27 rebounds, 10 assists versus the Hornets on Sunday. Um, that's his career high on boards, and he was the first person to have a 35-25-10 stat line since Wilton 68. Wilton Joker are also the only ones to ever have a 40-27-10 stat line. Damn. So it's like he Joker is just like matching Wilt Chamberlain on like every record. <laughs> and that, that like other people just did not touch. I just I love Joker, dude. 
He is very <laughs> he's so good. I mean he's just yeah. insanely good. And I just love like when you just think about Joker, but then you think about that fucking picture of him as a kid. Yeah, I know that's amazing. <laughs> he's just a little chubby kid. It just reminded me of a picture of me. It literally I, yeah. I have a picture that probably looks just like that. It's so funny. <sighs> and he totally did not assault Markeith Morris. No, nah, that never happened. No. Markeith Morris literally does the biggest flop in NBA history. Um number six, Pelicans. Um, they flipped their seven-game win streak to a four-game losing streak, which isn't great. Um, against the Bucks, Valchunas had 37 points, 18 boards, five assists, while shooting seven of ten from deep. Yeah, the same game, <laughs> Siege McCollum had 31 points, eight rebounds, and nine assists. <coughs> Sorry, I had this in my throat. Um, on six for ten shooting from three. They became the first teammates in NBA history to have 30 points, five rebounds, five assists, and six threes in the same game. So they're, they went from a crazy winning streak to crazy losing streak, which is not great. But at the same time, like on this losing streak, you have like people playing like that. I know, I know Zion for fantasy missed last game, and I think he might miss the next game too. So like Brandon Ingram still not back. So the fact that your two best players are out pretty much, and they might not, Zion's not completely out, but uh, the, your two star players aren't in, and then you have your two next best players do something like that against a good team is pretty sweet. Yeah. They might have lost, but that's a good sign. You know, Pelicans are definitely on the up. They could, uh, they could end up with like a sneaky mid-level seating. You, I think, I very much think they're like that Suns team from two years ago. They like yeah. kind of like was like sneaky good all year, and then mm. they went to the finals. I don't know if they could beat a team like, like yeah, the West is just too top heavy. Yeah, but like you know, what I mean, like it's the same kind of. I got the same kind of vibe from this Pelicans team as that Suns team a few years back. Um. All right, number. Uh, my numbers are all messed up. So this is number seven. The Nets. The Nets are nine and one their last ten, uh, as well as a six-game win streak. KD is the main reason for this. He dropped forty-three on Sunday versus the Pistons, and he's currently averaging thirty point four points uh, per game and shooting sixty point six percent from the field, which are in my eyes MVP numbers. Um, I know he's up there right now for consideration of MVP. Um, I don't think he's like top one or anything like that but he's definitely yeah. i think he's top five on odds um Kyrie has also been playing solid lately during this stretch um he's scoring 30 plus in the last in four out of the last six games during this win streak so that's pretty good um also last night Kyrie wasn't there right so you just have kd as your, like your big star yeah um they had 91 points in the first half jesus Christ. 91 points in the first half what was the final I, score uh they they really slowed it down. It's like one forty, yeah. I want to say. I think they only score fifty, but they really don't have to. Like they're probably yeah, I mean, they're probably up like forty points. They were like it yeah, was like yeah. insane like that. So you probably could just rest your starters the entire That's second. Pretty <laughs> much what they did. I mean, Kyrie yeah. didn't even play, dude. They, had, they dropped. They're up ninety one. They got ninety one points the first half. Um, there's only two other teams that have more points and a half uh, than this, and it was the Suns in nineteen ninety. When they tossed up 107 points versus the Nuggets, Jesus. and the Warriors in 2018, also with KD, put up 92 points uh, versus the Bulls. So, and that was when the Bulls were very bad. Yes, yeah, very bad. Mm. Um, but still, like, KD's in two of the top three for most points and a half. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, he is like the league's best scorer. So, yeah, absolutely. It's all the credit to him. Yeah, but the dude 107. That's nuts. That's the Suns. <laughs> that's nuts. Uh, I want to say that that Suns team was like the. Uh, it was Barkley, right? I was gonna say it's Barkley. I think. Yeah, for sure. I can't remember. I think it is. Um, all right, number eight, we got the Sixers. We we're talking about the Sixers a lot earlier. 
Um, they started one and four, then they went on a sixteen eight run to get where they are now. And I also read that Tyrese Maxey it could be as back as uh, back as soon as like this weekend. Okay, which yeah. I, that's earlier than I thought. So I don't, th- I don't think he's gonna be back. The quote was like, I think Doc Rivers, Glenn, sorry, Glenn. I think I thought Glenn Rivers said something like he it, he's not rolled out for like Christmas range. Okay, yeah, I mean there you go. So that's this weekend, but I just, I just don't know if that's gonna be the case or not. But yeah, they've been playing good. Ever since Joel Embiid said the season starts now, they really flipped, they flipped things <laughs> they around. They turned it around. They really turned it around since Joel Embiid said that, which is kind of nuts. Um, yeah, there's a really good. So team. are they undefeated since no. the season started for them? No, like sixteen and eight, I think. Okay, <laughs> I, I I'm not sure if that stats. Whenever they say the season's back, I think it's probably a little bit later than this. But that's still. so funny. Yeah, he's like, oh, the season just started, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, all right, number nine, the Suns. This may sound repetitive, but they aren't playing great overall right now. They are four and six in the last ten, but Booker has been still playing great. He dropped fifty eight against the Pelicans on Saturday, um, and we also just have more on the Suns later. There's uh, two big stories of the Suns coming up. Okay, but yeah, um, the Suns are continuing the slide. But this is like I think they're in the same position as the Celtics, where they started off good enough where they, were, they can slide. For a little bit, but if, yeah. it, if it continues for the next couple of weeks, then they need it really. But I'm more concerned about the Suns than I am the Celtics. I mean, the Celtics have played better so far. Yeah, but exactly. I, it's just, yeah, and they're just a good enough team. My comparison, I guess, is more just like they're a good enough team that a slump like this isn't going to kill their season. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, number ten, the Clippers. Uh, Kawhi dropped his first thirty. One uh, dropped 31 points against the Wizards, which is the first 30 plus point game since the 2021 playoffs. Jeez. So he's been out so long, and it it's seems been like he's so finally long. getting back into the stride of things. Um, obviously, they Dude, still there was gonna... a time where we were like, Kawhi is the best player in the NBA. Yeah, and I <laughs> and, and now it's just like, what the hell? You know what's crazy too, though, is like he still kind of is when he's healthy, he's just mm-hmm. not healthy. Yeah. He's been very slept on these last couple of years. Yeah, injuries really slept. But dude, he literally went from uh, basically winning that, winning the Spurs one championship against the Heat, mm. and then going to the Raptors and basically winning doing the same thing. Yeah. yeah, like he that like that team wasn't crazy good. Yeah, I mean it did have like the up and coming Fred Van Fleet, Siakam was good, Serge Ibaka, and then they team. had Ibaka, Marcus All, Marcus All, mm-hmm. That's a get though. I think that was in Lowry. In Lowry, yeah, you're right. Mm. I forgot about Lowry. But so I mean, on paper it's a good starting five. They didn't really have much depth though. And Yeah. It was just crazy. I mean, did, did they get lucky playing a very hurt Warriors team in the finals? Yeah. But still. They Wins a win. There, but they still made it there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they almost did it. It was more about the path yeah. for me on that team than the actual end result. Well, how about how they won these conference finals was the mm-hmm. buzzer beater versus the Sixers. Yeah, that was for, yeah, game that's seven. What I mean by the pack. That, 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 that was insane. Kawhi was just staying like that. Oh, yeah, crazy. just the jump up and then like the holding down to the ground, waiting to see if it bounces in. Yeah. That's yeah, where, that's, we, that's, that's where that was an iconic beat, photo. Uh, that's where the crime meme from uh, Joel mm-hmm. Beat happened too, mm-hmm. right after that game. Yeah. Which I mean. I keep defending Joel Embiid. I would cry too. Yeah, that's upsetting, dude. If like, like you like, are, you're you were literally your heart out for a shit organization. The shot that sends you home in Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals, like in your face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd cry. All right. Um, 
players of the week from the West, if you haven't guessed, uh, it's a Nikolai Jokic. Uh, he, he, the team went two and one last week. Um, he had 36 points, 17.3 rebounds, and 8.7 assists per game. Yeah. Um, and then from the East, your boy, uh, Spider. Yeah, uh, the Cavs were three and one uh, last week. He had thirty-two points, three point three rebounds, and seventeen made threes. Jeez, yeah, yeah. That's the first time I ever saw this stat for this. So that's cool. <laughs> that, that threw me for a loop for a little bit there. They were like, "We need another stat. What did he do well?" Yeah. Seventeen threes. Sometimes it's assists. Sometimes Punch it's like it. th- uh, <laughs> field goal percentage. Yeah, has made threes this week. Um. Injuries, the only major injury I have is, in very classic fashion, Anthony Davis is set to miss a month with a foot injury. Oh, man. He's playing so good. The Lakers have been playing so good. And then he goes ahead and hurts. Dude, him and Embiid, like, they must, like, have, like, a room booked together at, like, a rehab facility. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're always hurt. They're always hurt. (laughs) Who else is always hurt? Let's think here. Um... I can't think. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, yeah. Kawhi Leonard. Paul George, too, even, you could say. Paul George, yeah, very mm-hmm. much. Um, all right, let's take it over to headlines. First, since we were talking about how AD got hurt and how but the Lakers have been playing good, he's been playing good. How about LeBron in his last five games when he hit his stat line? Yeah, sure. 35 points, five rebounds, five assists. 33 points, nine rebounds, nine assists. 30 points, nine rebounds, four assists. 33 points, 7 rebounds, 9 assists, 31.6 rebounds, 11 assists. And he's a goat. <laughs> he's 37. Yeah, it's insane. He put up 30 points a game every night. And, and, like, we always talk about how, like, crazy the NBA is nowadays, like, as far as the so talent much level. Talent. And he's still at the upper echelon of that talent. And the <laughs> the most he's slowed down, I would say, in the last couple of years. Was the injury. It's just injuries. Mm-hmm. It's just like he never really had yeah. injuries. And now he has like. That first year on the Lakers. If he rolls his ankle, he's going to miss the next three games. Where yeah. in the past, he'd probably just tape it up and go. It was like that first year on the Lakers. He missed like the whole last two months, including. Mm-hmm. Then, like, uh, that's why they And it was like also. a bunch of like scrubs that are now good, actually. But. Yeah. You know, it was just wild. Yeah, that's crazy. It was Ingram and. Lonzo. Ingram, Randall. Lonzo. Was Randall on that team still at that point? Mm-hmm. LeBron? I think so. Because I know, obviously, I know Ingram and Lonzo were because they were traded for AD. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess Randall must have still been there. I think he, like, moved within the year. Okay. Because I know Randall was on the – he it probably was. Because mm-hmm. I was, what, 2017? Yeah. Yeah, he probably was on. Actually, I'm thinking about it. Um. First line of Suns news, Robert Sarver uh, is finalizing the sale of the Suns and Mercury to billionaire mortgage lender Matt Ishbia for approximately $4 billion. So he's, so he's selling both the NBA and WNBA teams? Yeah. That's, is that how it normally goes? Um, a lot of times, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I, – well, so I think the way that WNBA works uh, yeah. is that the N, it's a sub – league of yeah nba Mm -hmm. so like the nba owns a wnba yeah so i think when there's cities with same teams that the owner just owns both i'm pretty (laughs) sure that's how it works because it's like the same league and stuff or if it's yeah regardless this is being sold as a package yeah yeah for four bill it's like one of those like like uh deals that a store would have 
two for one. Like, buy, buy a copy of this, and you get, like, a free little, like, action figure. Yeah, right? that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Hey, if you purchase a Phoenix Suns, we'll throw in the Mercury, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for free. It's like the toy in the Happy Meal. <laughs> yeah. You buy a Happy Meal, but you get a, you get a uh, Minions Rise of Gru toy with it. <laughs> um, Next... Uh, by the way, there are so many of these like historic things that they're not for trivia because they're so hard. Okay, good. I wouldn't even go to them. Um, I am what you thinking this whole time as I start saying this. Yeah, but Damian Lillard uh, becomes the all-time leading scorer on Blazer history uh, versus the Thunder. He passed Clyde the Glide Drexler. Okay, so I, I think you know who Clyde the Glide is, but you would never guess it. That he's the all-time probably not, but so that's why I didn't ask. Yeah, him. and then the other ones were like the ones during the power rankings, those historic things. Those were just impossible. Um, next, I just saw this on the way here. I mean, this is not a surprise. Isaiah Thomas and MJ hate each other. Yeah, I did. yeah. But I did see crying. Isaiah Thomas quote from recently. Um, he said, "I was upset at watching a documentary of a guy being an asshole to everybody, but then called me an asshole, and I ain't done been nothing but nice to this dude." That's what he said about the last dance. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't I'm, know, man. I, I mean, I'm very team Isaiah Thomas. You are, I, yeah. I I don't like, I don't really like MJ. I recognize MJ's greatness, but I don't like him. Yeah, I I could see Isaiah Thomas being like a sneaky piece of shit, though. I mean, he definitely was not like not. I'm not. He's not. He he's not innocent in the matter. But he was. If you watch like the bad boy Pistons doc or mm-hmm. watch games of him, like he chirps and he's chirping and he definitely wasn't clean, but yeah. he wasn't like an asshole. True. He's like, True. I, I, he seems very soft spoken outside of uh, the court. Honestly, I just feel like he's trying to coattail this like uh whole Michael, like the, like the uh 10 part documentary, the last dance. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he tried to coattail like his kind of his career from that, you know? I don't think he would want his career. I don't think they really don't like each other more. Where he'd want to have his career like he just wanted to. The, he, he wanted the clout, you know. I I think he's fine not having clout. I mean, he's still he's on TV. Yeah, he, he's an analyst. He was a coach for a WNBA team for a little bit there. He doesn't need clout. <laughs> he was a coach of the WNBA team. Um, next your boy Amari Stoudemire. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you didn't. Uh, I was hoping you didn't know the story was. So you yeah, were be like, like, yeah, oh, yeah, Amari, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's facing a misdemeanor battery charge after he allegedly hit one of his teenage daughters in the face. Yeah, that's fucked, man. That's very fucked. Did you see the quote? No. Oh, I, got, I gotta find. I did not. I, I it pretty much very, just saw. It was very bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm assuming it who, has to who be. Who posted that? Like, was it like? The score. No. The score is what I use for my notes. It's probably ESPN. I go through their seems, news and just like scroll out ESPN. through the headlines and read all the articles. Um, I mean, it has to be bad because mm-hmm. he's literally hit his teenage daughter in the face. Yeah, it was very bad. Uh, you can continue. I'll just do. You, try to do find you think it. he was uh, under the influence of anything? Probably. Probably. I mean, Probably. I don't think several people would go around hitting their daughters in the face. Yeah, I mean. All right. Yeah. He's, um, he's kind of a scumbag. Very much a scumbag. Yeah, but if you go on Twitter and just search Amari Stoudemire, it might pop up. Yeah, I always go to Instagram first. I don't know why. It is much more difficult to go to Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I need to 
find something viral online. I yeah. don't Google it. I, don't, I just literally go to Twitter and search what I need. Like when I was trying to find the uh, what Sam uh, Samuel L. Jackson liked today. Yeah, you just looked that. I up. just read like he liked porn, and I wanted to see what he was liking because I heard it's hilarious. So I instead of like, googling it, I just went on Twitter and found it immediately. Mm. Um, all right, I'll keep going and just interrupt me when you have it. Um, John Morant was ejected. I said we'll get back to this one. John Morant was ejected after his second technical the other night. Um, the second T came from him complaining about the ref to these fans sitting courtside. Um, without hearing what is being said, it looked like he was like talking shit to these fans. Mm. And whenever he got ejected, he started pointing and yelling. Like, he pointing at the fans and yelling. So a lot of people were like, "Oh my god!" Like he's just fucking complaining about these fans. Mm-hmm. But what he was like yelling and pointing about was like. I was talking to them. I wasn't talking to you. We're just BSing. So he was like totally in the right here. Like not right, but he was just like, man, these refs like suck to these like fans front row. And they're just laughing. Yeah. Um, After he got ejected, obviously he couldn't come back in. So he FaceTimed his dad who goes to all of his games. Yeah. And his dad walked courtside to those fans and his hand in the phone to the fans that, like, Jaw was talking to him and got ejected. And he was just FaceTiming Jaw. They're like, man, I didn't want you guys to think that I was, like, saying anything to you. I apologize if you did. Yeah. I was just trying to, like, complain Please about Please don't these find runs. me, NBA. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was just basically, like, I want you to know that, that wasn't, I wasn't mad at you or anything. And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, there's laughing about it. So, there's a video of all this. So I found the Stoudemire. So okay. this is what Stoudemire told responding officers. Uh, his daughter, quote, received a whooping from him for being disrespectful and a liar. Jeez. Like, it's not even Jeez. a good reason. You know? it's like, I mean, it's not a good reason ever, but it's like. Jeez. It's not even like something you could argue for. I, mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't chalk up punching your teenage daughter in the face to needing a whooping. Yeah. <laughs> Like when I hear need a whooping, it's like a like a, smack, Marty, a little a smack on the ass. Punching a fourteen-year-old girl in the face. Yeah, like a, a professional like, athlete, that's grown man. Insane. That's not yeah. a. That's not. She she needed a whooping. Yeah, dude. Need a oh, whooping is like getting like a switch or something. Yeah, I or, saw that. I was like, oh, that's uh, not good, dude. Scumbag. <laughs> yeah, that's a scumbag. Scumbag alert! Scumbag alert! Um, next, Adam Silver says he'd be disappointed if there isn't a female head coach in the next five years. Um, just for uh, I don't know, just for reference, there has only been fifteen female assistants in history. And he wants, and it kind of sucks that like there probably would have been a yeah female Becky head Hammond. coach if she if like. A team signed her instead. She had mm-hmm. went to WNBA and got paid a shit ton of money for I, a big I think, contract. I think she got an offer, but it wasn't nearly enough what she made going to the WNBA. Did she? I don't think. I she, think I, she, she did. Inter- I, she definitely interviewed for. It was the Timberwolves. It was some job. I can't remember, but like yeah. I, I do remember seeing like her, essentially insinuating that like she kind of got like stiffed in the. Pay. The NBA pay, so he, she was like, "Oh, well, she gets paid." She got offered a like a, a much better opportunity. I think, she, with I think the, her contract's like ten mil mm-hmm. for the Vegas. I think. I think yeah, I think she got just for Vegas. Which, that's good. Ten mil for that's mm. good for an NBA coach. Yeah, let mm-hmm. alone a WNBA. That's probably like exactly. That's probably the rest of the league put together. And honestly, probably gonna win in the WNBA with a coach like that. And the Aces are always good too. Yeah, the Aces have been good. Yeah, so like you're just walking into a good situation. I think they won this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, Kelsey Plum. They were I in think, the parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say because Kelsey Plum, Candace Parker, like, and all them were yeah. there. Yeah. Um, 
Wow, a lot of WNBA talk. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we actually have. I actually have a friend. Is that TA? No, that's not TA. That kind of looked like him for a second. No, he kind of did. What's with the Rubik's Cube guy? I don't know. He's making uh, NFL Thursday, Thursday night. night football. Yeah. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, uh, we have a WNBA expert that we can call anytime we want to have on as a guest. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, I have a guy. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, I. I, I, I what we do <laughs> let's wait full, for their playoffs. I, I think the season starts in. Uh, okay. So why, why don't we just do a full preseason breakdown of WNBA? <laughs> no, I think we do the playoff like picture. Okay. Because or both. That'll be like the summer. Just do both. True. Just have True. him come in, make his predictions, and come back yeah. and see if he got right. <laughs> like all my WNBA knowledge comes from like following him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. Two more headlines real quick. Uh, first, the Hall of Fame announced the first-time eligible nominees for 2023 class. Um, the whole class being announced April 1st. I This is very confusing with these headlines and these articles. I ain't know if like these are officially nominees or these are just people who are now eligible that could be nominees. Okay. I, I think it's the latter. I think it's it sound, eligible to be. The way you described be. it, it sounded like the latter. Did that, I just copied and pasted that part because I don't know mm-hmm. how to word it. It was... First time eligible nominees. Um, we have Greg Popovich. Okay. He'll he'll get in. For sure. Um his player Tony Parker. For sure. Uh Pau Gasol. Probably. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I I I don't know how many people get in right away, but like I think it might be an off first ballot for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he'll get in. Um <coughs> the nineteen seventy six US women's team. I mean, probably just because I don't know them. So. Yeah, they're probably they're probably up there. Uh, and then the two had that headline in this article were uh, Dirk Nowinski, he'll get in, and my boy Dwayne Wade, he's in for sure. I think those two are locks. Yeah, those. I two think are Craig locks. Popovich is a lock. Pop's a lock. Uh, Pop. I think Tony Parker and Powell Gasol might be a second ballot, guys. Yeah, I I, I would have said Tony Tony Parker would have been a lock, but then I heard the other name, so I still know how many are. Who, who get inducted at time, but I'm pretty sure there is another big name who didn't get it last year. So like, I guess why I think one of these guys are getting bumped off. That's a, that's an off the pod. I'll look it up. Okay. But there, there's a name from last year who didn't make it, but like, it's definitely a name that's going to get in. I, I, when I was reading these articles. Um, then the last headline I had is just our Christmas day preview. And by that, I mean, I'm just going to pull up the games and we're just going to talk about them, which ones we're excited about all that stuff. Maybe if we want to make picks, we can. Yeah. No no reward or anything. Just kind of just, uh, oh, cool, you got more games than me. We have a five-game slate. Um, I'm going to go through. How about this? I'll go through all the games first real quick, and then we'll actually like talk about the games when we get to them one by one. Um, the uh, 12 o'clock noon game is Philly in New York versus your Knicks. Um, next, we have the Lakers in Dallas versus the Mavericks. We got the Bucks in Boston versus Celtics. That's going to be a great one. Um, Grizzlies in Golden State versus the Warriors rematch from the playoffs. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. And then Suns in Denver versus the Nuggets. Um, yeah. So one by Suns, one, Suns Mavs would have been cooler. Yeah, I think so too. Um, just off the top, we have Sixers and Knicks at noon. Um, the yeah, Sixers are only favored by two. Yeah, they'll still win. I don't know. The Knicks have been like sneaky good. They're sneaky lately. good, but. They're they're Big kind of turning things time around like that Sixers. Yeah, and I think it depends on uh, injuries. I mean, mm-hmm. if Tyrese Maxey oh, comes sure. back, if they have Tyrese Maxey, Harden, mm-hmm. Joel Embiid all in the lineup again, I think I'd Sixers win this. But I don't know. Knicks Christmas Day basketball is a staple. 
They're they're like the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they're always <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're they're always there. They're always yeah, playing. Yeah. But um, next we have the Lakers in Dallas versus the Mavericks. The Mavericks are seven and a half point favorites. Yeah, and Lakers and Nuggets would be a good matchup too. So just swap that. Swap yeah. Suns and Mavs for, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. But I mean, I think they might do this for because like Luke and LeBron. Yeah, true. You get a lot of viewers if it's Luca mm-hmm. versus LeBron because you have Luca bringing a lot of people in. You have LeBron yeah. bringing a lot of people in for sure. Um, you know, I'll take I'll take LeBron on that one. You'll take LeBron. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go to the Lakers there. Um, next, the Bucks Celtics. I think is gonna be the best game of them all. That will be. That's I, that's the future ECF. Yeah, honestly, mm-hmm. not no heat bias because we're hurt right and now. And I'm going Bucks. I'm going Bucks too because I think the, the way, way they're playing too. The way recently. the the way that the Bucks are playing in this, uh, they're playing well. Mm-hmm. They're training upwards, and the Celtics are kind of skidding. Yeah. Um. There's a couple. There's a. I think they each have a game before that. Yeah. They each play on Friday, so like. Gotcha. Th- they could. The Celtics could stop the skid, but I don't know. Um. Grizzlies Warriors. That was a fun matchup in the playoffs last year. Yeah. The Grizzlies are four and a half point favorites. I think it needs to be more because there's no Steph. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did I not, did I mention that last week? Steph's out for a long time. Oh, a long time. Like several weeks. Oh. I think I mentioned it last time. He uh he hurt his shoulder. He like sprained his, his labrum and he watched him just tank and get a pick out of it I too. Know. Like I swear anytime Steph's hurt for like a decent amount of time, they're like, All right, well, you know, season's mm-hmm. over. Yeah. And then like they get a good pick and it's like, Well but fuck. The last one was James Wise. Yeah, so he's it didn't work out. And trash. Mm-hmm. Um he's playing he's back playing again for the Oh, Warriors. he's out of the G League. Yeah. Uh but yeah, Steph so Steph I think they said three weeks reval, but the initial thought was it's gonna be several weeks. Gotcha, okay. And several to me is at least two months. Mm-hmm. Cause Especially NBA. How might, how, what what number do you think of when someone says several? I think of like six to seven. I'd say seven. Seven to eight. Yeah, I think seven to several. Yeah. And so it was eight weeks is two months. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what's the last game? Oh, the Suns versus the Nuggets. Go Nuggets, yeah. The Nuggets are favored because it's in Denver. Mm-hmm. They're two-point favorites. Um. And again, Nuggets been playing better than the Suns recently. So yeah, it's it's, it's kind of the same thing with the Bucks Celtics with the Suns mm-hmm. Nuggets because mm-hmm. it's one team's trending upward, one team's trending downward. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's take it over to the full court press, aka the deep three, because we have three this week. Uh, do you want the Bulls? Do you want James Harden, or do you want DeAndre Ayton? Let's uh, let's get the headliner in there. The Bulls. The Bulls, the yes. Bulls. Yes, the Bulls. The, the Bulls. So Zach Levine and the Bulls aren't seeing eye to eye, and people are worried that he's not meshing well with DeMar DeRozan this season. Apparently the two have a good relationship off the court and meet together to try to make things work on the court, but so far this season it's obviously not working. Last season was a good season for the two. They both averaged 27.9 and 24.4 points when they played together. Um, when I'm asked about the struggling Bulls, Levine said, quote, we have those type of guys, those type of mentalities where each of us been number one options on teams before. Then we all come together collectively. It's not going to take one person. It's going to take all of us as a unit. I think that's what guys are trying to figure out, how to help the group. Um, so Zach Levine's basically saying we're a team full of number one guys that need to learn how to mesh, which is a legit complaint you always hear about, like, Russ and stuff. Like, that's yeah. why Russ doesn't do well. But, like, they did it last year. 
Um, yeah, they did. They did, but they were also like a five, six seed in first round bounce. I mean, considering where they came from and having no depth. Yeah. No, definitely. I'd say it was pretty good. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and plus, like, you look at the top, what, four teams above them last year? You had the Celtics, the Bucks, the Heat, and the Nets. No, Sixers. Yeah. Sixers. And then, like, all um, those I would pay better. All those I would peg better than the Bulls. I think Sixers were four. No, uh, the Raptors might have been better than the. Who played Bulls. the Bulls first round? I don't know. I think I've been Bucks. I think Bucks played them first round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. Either way, though, like those those four or five teams being above them makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like anything astronomical or crazy. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. It just if this was their first year playing, I, I'm cool with this like kind of talk. But it's your second year in, and you kind of had success with it last season. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a I, weird, like what real, happened. Real quick, my brain just totally put the bracket back together in my head. Yeah, Heat were one, and they played the number eight Hawks. Mm-hmm. Celtics were two. They played the number seven Nets. Mm-hmm. The Bucks were three. They played the number six Bulls, and the Sixers were four. They played the number five Raptors. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah, my my actually full court press question. We kind of talked about like what the what the Bulls, but do you think they're going to take? They should just chalk this year up as an L and try again next year, or do you see them selling at the deadline um, just to show you contract stuff? Yeah, because if we're gonna, if we're going to talk trading, it's a big factor. We should know the contracts. Um, Zach Levine just signed his five year contract, so he's locked up. Demar Rosen will be a free agent in twenty twenty four, so he has another season after this. Mm-hmm. And then, but Vucevic is going to be a free agent this summer. But it sounds like Vooch, or uh, it's more between DeRozan and Levine. So. Well, that's where the impact comes more. But if you look at Levine's quote, he could also be interpreting Nikolai Vucevic because mm. he came from a team where he's number one only. Then he kind of has to mesh with them. Yeah. Um, I think they're looking at DeMar and Levine because backport, backcourt pairing is like very important for a team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that Vucevic is a good part of this. That's why I looked up his contract, too. Okay. Um, I I I see them. I don't know. It's weird. It depends on how bad they do the rest of the season. If they miss the play, if they miss the play in tournament, then yeah, you sell. Well, at the deadline though, you want the deadlines. Oh, uh, true, true. Deadlines around like. What's February. their record right now? Do you know by chance? I can pull it up. I had NBA pulled up, so it should pop up real quick. Yeah. Um, I'm... the Bulls are currently thirteen and 11th in the East. Eleventh. Yeah, I mean, if they can get to, like, uh, how many months have they got before the trade deadline? Probably February. February, so about, a, February. about a month and a half. Yeah, maybe March. Um, well, I know, well, if you remember last week or two weeks ago, maybe three, whenever we are talking about Lonzo Ball injury, they did say, like, if we're not in the playing tournament by, like, the time he can come back, which is around February, which is around the deadline, mm. then he's, they're, we're just going to rest him the rest of the year. Maybe so if that's uh, the case, that probably would sell. Like at least, yeah, it least, sounds at least, like at least it. get Vucevic and send him to a contender um, to start rebuilding. It's just weird if they sell. It's just very weird if they sell. They gave it a year and a half <laughs> yeah. and gave up. They put all their eggs into one basket for one year. Yeah. And they got the fifth seed and swept. Six. Yeah. Or the sixth seed and swept. Yeah. <laughs> they went from nothing to the sixth seed and got swept. I, I was hilarious. I, was, I, would, I would just trade Vucevic. Expiring yeah, contracts. Yeah, I'd start there. Because also, if if it's not for 
rebuilding or anything. Mm-hmm. He's an expiring contract. He might not resign. So if you're not going to make the playoffs this year, get rid of him. But, so you don't have to deal with paying him. Like, don't let him walk for free. But if it's if it is truly something between DeRozan and Levine, sending DeRozan somewhere with a one more year on his contract that. That seems that, that could be like a big move for a contender. So uh, that for me seems like that would be an offseason move. Fair, fair. That that's a fair. That's a as soon as the offseason starts move to me. Yeah. Um just because I feel like it would need more time to talk mm-hmm. about it. Um, but I could see if it like got really bad as yeah. far as their relationship. But, but what uh, but the whole point of my thing was that they aren't have, they don't have a bad mm-hmm. relationship. No, yeah. They just don't play well. But like if something new comes out as well. Yeah, if they they start making it yeah, happen. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, if they start having a bad relationship, then that is something you should probably do. Cause yeah. you just locking up young Levine like that, you have to keep him as the guy you build around. For sure. Like you, you can't go with He knows the Rosa. system, he's the longest tenured. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's People. a good point too. He's there longer. Mm-hmm. So you he knows everything. And um who's their coach? I don't want to say something that sounds stupid. So. <laughs> I don't want the our uh, NBA experts listening. Okay, okay. I would, I would have not. I would be correct. I thought I said it. I was going to say, is it Billy Donovan? But I didn't. I didn't remember if he was still coaching or not. But it, he is. It's Billy Donovan, who's a great coach. Okay, he's a fantastic coach. So if you just keep him in, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um, let's go hard. He was. He was a long time. He was, uh, Billy Donovan was a long time. Uh, Florida Gators coach whenever they had like those insane teams in the 2000s. Uh, okay. Like no and stuff when they won like the national championship. I think Billy, uh, it's like the Billy Donovan court in Florida. Gotcha. Um, actually, let's look that up real quick. Billy Donovan, Florida. Yep. Wow, look at me. Right again. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Harden? Let's do Harden. I'm Harden in the paint. Is brought to you by Kent Miller's painting. Um, James Harden finally fully opens up about his tenure in Brooklyn. <laughs> Boy. Quote, I don't mean to just like down talk to anyone or whatever. But let me down talk everyone. It was just there was no structure. <laughs> and even the superstars, they need structure. Uh, that's what allows us to be the best players and leaders for our respective organizations. Eternally, things weren't what I expected when I was trying to get traded there. I think everybody knows that. I know people were going to talk and say you quit and all that stuff. But then the following summer, their superstar, Kevin Durant, wanted to leave as well. So it's like, am I still a quitter? <laughs> That's a very fair point. It is a fair like, point. Like everyone, including us, says, oh, of course he went straight yeah. again. Oh, of course he went out. But pointing out, like, hey, KD wanted to do that the same summer. That shows yeah. it's not me. It's there's but no structure. It's kind of like a pot calling the kettle black thing, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean... You're not you're not really like breaking any barriers saying that Kevin Durant's a quitter as well. That's true. Like we also know that. Like that is very true. The three superstars are very he much. Does, he does still have a point. Yeah. Yeah. So the question was, does this change the way you think about Harden? It doesn't because no, not it me. still makes sense what he's saying. Yeah. Hundred percent. But that team was also Kyrie Irving, KD, and Harden. Yeah. Three yeah. historically, like all right, I'm gonna quit. Like. He's like the boy who cried wolf, but then he heard like something that sounded like a wolf in the woods, but it still wasn't a wolf. Yeah, if that makes any sense. It was it was a, it was a coyote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, a wolf, but it like, was a coyote. I don't, I don't blame you for that instance. But like, you're still coyotes the boy are who still called. crazy dangerous. Yeah, but it's yeah. not as bad as a wolf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I get that. That's yeah, good, yeah. That's yeah. Like he, like yeah. That in that instance, I don't blame you, but you're still the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. Um, but out of the three of them, I do say Harden's the least quitter vibe out of the three of them. 
Because he was in Houston a long time during a lot of bad seasons. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And if he, especially if he stays in because KD for a while. by default, and then Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie quits on everything. Dude, Kyrie <laughs> demanded a trade away from LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Went to the Celtics for two years, and there's immediately quit. stunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I'd say Kyrie is number one. He had of course. I don't know. There's such like a social stigma with Kevin Durant, though. Yeah, he's the true. fan favorite. Like that's true. Quitting on the Thunder when you lose to mm-hmm. going to the team that you mm-hmm. lost to in the Western Conference Final the year before. Yeah, like true. I can see Kyrie, even though I disagree with them. But like in your mindset, thinking like, "Hey, man, I'm not Robin. I can be Batman," and like goes to the Celtics to try to prove himself, and it stinks. You know. Yeah. Ew, never mind. Yeah. 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 Um. All right. The last one. Sorry for yawning for everyone yawning. This is what I mentioned in the power rankings for the Suns, and I said, hold on, we'll get to it later. Yeah, that's why I want to say this for last. In Tuesday's loss to the Wizards, a video went viral of DeAndre Ayton and Monty Williams getting into it on the bench. Ooh. This is the second story about the two this season. The first, for those who don't remember, is that DeAndre Ayton and Monty Williams didn't speak all offseason whenever he was a restricted free agent. So at this point, we're just going to assume that Ayton and Monty just don't like each other. And uh, and the t- but the, even though the two just downplayed the incident, like mm. they were asked both of them about it before, and they're just like, uh, "It's not that big of a deal. Like we're fine." I think during that time too, we said, "I think there's something more to it." Yeah, and that, yeah, I think we <laughs> did too. It and, is, yeah. and it fast forward to December, and they're fighting on the bench. Like, not to toot our own horn, but I think mm-hmm. if we ran that tape back, we definitely said that. I absolutely, I absolutely think so too. Um. So if I had to guess, just while stopping in the dark here, I don't think DeAndre Ayton's coming back to the Suns next year. Nope. Um, he was a restricted free agent this year. He kind of wanted to leave, um, but the Suns wanted him, so they outbid the Pacers, I believe, who had their offer on them. Um, I think it was the Pacers. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm just assuming he's going to leave. I know he said he wanted to go to the Pistons for a little bit, too. Last year, so that'd be kind of cool. Kind of interesting, cool. yeah. I mean, Cade's not playing this year, but like mm-hmm. they'll have another, next year with they'll have Cade. another high pick. Yeah, they'll have Cade, they'll have Sadiq Bay, they'll have mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton, they'll have they'll have a good team. They have another really good young guy. I'm just going blank on my head right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a newer guy they drafted. Yeah, it is. But I, I'll, that's the only thing I'll look up after. But uh, my question for that full court press topic is obviously Ayton's leaving soon. But do you think? that Monty Williams will be there much longer. It depends on what they do post Aiton. And I also want to preface, remember, Monty Williams won coach of the year last year. Yeah. He's a good coach. Mm -hmm. It's just, they lose Aiton. That's fine. You can say Aiton doesn't mesh with the team. But if they continue not to do something like how they kind of choked last year and they went to the finals and choked, do you think he has a short leash or what? Because I also think it depends if Chris Paul's there. If Chris mm-hmm. Paul's still there, uh, Monty Williams and Chris Paul are very good, like very close. Monty Williams was his uh, coach for the New Orleans Hornets, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd say, like, kind of like what you were saying, as far as you know, at, so you're rolling with you're rolling with Monty Williams, obviously, if Aiton leaves. So Monty Williams has a year to improve what has been with the Suns. Real quick, point. by the way, is Jay and Ivy? I was thinking of uh, from okay. the Pistons. Uh, Young gotcha. guy. Yeah. I didn't mean to derail you. No, you're good. You're good. But um, so I think, you know, he has that year to, like, get shit back on track. And if he doesn't, then I think he's officially sitting on some hand warmers. Not yeah. the hot seat. 
just sitting on some hand warmers. You got toasty buns. The toastiest. The toastiest buns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The toastiest. But it's not a hot seat. No hot seat. Mm -hmm. No hot seat. Because, like you said, he just won. (laughs) (laughs) Just just because, like what you said, he uh, was coach of the year last year. So, yeah, I mean, that'll. That'll give him some cushion. This they just signed him a big contract too. Like his first couple of years have been great. Mm-hmm. It just you lose one of your stars because you don't get a relationship. What do you do after? And That's the other thing too is Chris Paul might retire during this time period as well. Yeah, I'm, so like he, then you're older. also out, Chris Paul. So you just have Devin Booker, and does Devin Booker like you? We'll see. Yeah, and that, yeah, you're gonna have to build from there, and it's gonna be tough. Mm-hmm. Um. But all right, that's all I got for NBA. Do you have anything you'd like to add that I might have missed? Um, let's go next Christmas Day. I'll, I'm cheering for the next Christmas Day. You know what? Love it. I'm gonna put a bet on it. Yeah, I'm gonna bet on over the Sixers. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. And it's only a two point game, so it's like there's no point in taking the spread. Yeah, yeah. I will make some kind of Knicks pro Knicks bet. Yeah, maybe. RJ maybe overs on points yeah. for like Julius Randle and RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett's been pretty Bronson. good recently. Yeah. Ooh, fumble, Ruski. All right, let's take it over to the NFL. All right, let's do it. Talking dirty. All right, let's get into the NFL. Leading off with Week 15 recap. Recap. All right, take it over with the uh, Saturday games. Probably one of the best days in football in a while, in a long time. Um, so first up, we had the largest comeback in NFL history with the Colts versus the Vikings. Colts were up thirty-three nothing at half, and the Vikings came back to win in overtime, thirty-nine to thirty-six. Um, wild game. Just more on that later, though. I'm sure. Yeah, I um, yeah, no, that's a crazy game. Mm-hmm. Um. Next up, we had the Ravens versus the Browns. Real stinker of a game. However, the Browns won 13-3. And then the uh, Bills versus the Dolphins for the Saturday night. We had uh, we were expecting snow. We didn't get snow until the very end of the game, and that's kind of what led the Bills to win 32-29, to game-winning field goal. Um, so we both had the Vikings, Browns, and Bills, so we both got all those points for Saturday. You, you. Then taking it over to Sunday, uh, leading off, we had the Eagles versus the Bears. A um, little bit closer contested than most would have thought, but the Eagles did win in the end, 25-20. to 20. Both had the Eagles, both got that point. Then we had the Lions versus the Jets. Uh, Zach Wilson looked a little bit better in his comeback tour, but it was not enough to beat the Lions. The Lions won 20-17. We both had the Lions and both got that point. Mm-hmm. Then we had the Steelers versus the Panthers. Uh, the Steelers won 24-16. You had the, the Steelers, I had the Panthers, so you got that point. Mm-hmm. Then we had the uh, Houston, we have a spread with the Chiefs versus the Texans. Uh, surprisingly close game, went to overtime, but the Chiefs did win in the end 30-24, to meaning that you got the extra point with the under 17 points. Um, it's a real quick side note. I wasn't even thinking about the Houston, we have a spread while I was watching this game. I was. Oh, really? I was like, dude. Uh, I saw it was close in the second, and I was like, this is over. Like, yeah, they'd I, have to be blowing them out early. Yeah, I, I actually even forgot what it was until I looked the next day. I was like, oh, seventeen. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
No, because I've tried to scalp his fancy, so I was just like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. so happy he's going in overtime. Yeah. Um, he gets more chances to gain points. He usually does well in overtime, too. He had, I think, three catches for like 40 mm-hmm. yards. It was an extra 70 points. And yeah. He, and obviously, McKinnon got the breakaway for the tutty for the mm-hmm. win. But, like, yeah, Travis Kelsey, like, did exactly what I wanted in overtime for. Seven extra yep. points. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I had him, like, overtime was the juggernaut for him. Yeah. Like, he would always Cause be Because at that point, you don't try anything new. You just go mm-hmm. to your, your old bread and butter and everything. Exactly. Um, then we had the uh, Falcons versus the Saints. The Saints won 21 to 18. Uh, not a good day for Ritter. Um, but we both had the Saints, so we both got that point. Then next up, uh, probably one of the bigger upsets of the week. We had the Jaguars versus the Cowboys. Jaguars won in overtime 40 to 34. We both had the Cowboys both missed those points. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Then we had the uh, 4 o'clock games, the Broncos versus the Cardinals, and the Broncos won a game 24-15. to 15. We both had the Broncos, so we both got that point. Then we had the uh, Patriots versus the Raiders. Crazy one we'll get into later with the end result. However, the Raiders did win 30-24. to 24. We both had – or you had the Raiders, I had the Patriots, so you got that point. Then take it over to the Titans versus the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers won 17-14 in a real stinker of a game. We both had the Chargers, though, so we both got that point. Then we had another comeback game here. Uh, the Bengals won over the Bucks, 34-23. to We both had the Bengals, both got that point. That was a disaster by Tom Brady. But disaster, yeah. Um, then Sunday Night Football, we had the Giants versus the Commanders. There was no tie. More on that later, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had the Giants winning 20-12. to You had the Commanders, and I had it going for a tie for a 10-point swing, so we both didn't get a point. Yeah. I mean, do you regret doing that because you would have had the point? I but or, don't regret it because of how I got fucked. Yeah. There's a very close chance. Which we'll get into more later. Yeah. We'll, we'll kind of reconvene to it later. I was sweating a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, then <laughs> yeah, I would have been too. Yeah. I, 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 literally, I just processed that. I was like, I was like, I, did I just lose the season <laughs> on a stupid giving guy 10 points? Like, the first time I won pickums is because of this, too. <laughs> it's because I gave you a 10 points on one game. That's funny. But uh, Monday Night Football, uh, Packers versus Rams. Baker didn't have enough in the tank for another game, so the Packers won 24-12. We both had the Packers, so we both got that point. Bringing our grand total to 146-141 to 141 in favor of, of course, and still, Ryan. But with that currently... We are watching the Week 16 games kick off with Thursday Night Football, the Jets versus the Jaguars, um, which beginning of the season you would have thought would be a stinker of a game, but this is actually like a pretty decent in- implication game here. Absolutely. Um, but it's, it is, it's good to watch because both teams are like equally bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like... And equally good. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, but it is currently tied 3-3 with uh, about seven minutes left in the first quarter. Um, I would just like to say we watched Thursday Night Games on... Uh, a lot here, and mm-hmm. I rarely have fancy as big as fancy complica- uh, implications mm-hmm. I do right now, and I hate this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have Travis Etienne in my league, and I'm also playing him in the other league. It's right. tough. So it's tough, but because I want him to do good, I really don't care. I'd rather win our league. Um, but anyways, take it over to injuries. So fourth Thursday night football, Trayvon Walker on the Jags and Mike White are out, meaning we have uh, Zach Wilson starting quarterback for the Jets. Um, Trevor Lawrence was questionable, but is playing. And then for the Jets, Zonovan Knight was questionable. I'm not sure if he's playing or not. 
He's 27. I think I've seen him. Okay. Good, good, good look. Um, but yeah, so that's the Thursday night injuries. Uh, other injuries that happened throughout the week. There's kind of a good amount here. So the Cardinals were up backup quarterback Colt McCoy. Um, looks like Trace McSorley is going to get the start this week. Trace. Trace McSorley. Um, Trace. And then in the second time this season, the Colts have benched quarterback Matt Ryan. They announced Nick Foles will start. Eh. <laughs> I'd rather, yeah. Sucks for Matt Ryan, man. Very, it sucks a lot. Uh, and then the Ravens place wide receiver Duvernay on IR. Uh, the Packers also cut Sammy Watkins this earlier list week, so the Ravens went and added Sammy Watkins off of the waivers. Uh, and then quarterback Kenny Pickett should be starting this week versus the Raiders for the Christmas Eve game. And then uh, the Eagles activated tight end Dallas Goddard off of IR, so he is back. That's a huge piece for them, especially with their uh, quarterback situation this week because Jalen Hurts is injured on his shoulder. Um, so he probably is not going to be playing against Cowboys. I think it's confirmed now. So mm-hmm. Gardner Minshew will be starting the game. Um, he loves his tight end, so this is huge for them getting Dallas Goddard back. Yeah, that's a good point. I've been thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Then the bigger one of the week, Colts running back Jonathan Taylor injured his knee and is done for the season. But I, I thought he was done earlier in the season, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, it's – I mean, I want to keep talking about fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, Himalayan Stultz is a number two in our other league, my my friend's league. Yeah. And he had Jonathan Taylor and Jalen Hurts. So – yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that's that's really tough. Um, but anyways, let's get into some of the segments from the week, leading off with guys' gut wrenching moments. So I had a few here. I don't know if you've seen all these. Um, the first one. So the the first two actually come from the same game. So there was a play in the Colts and Vikings game where Kirk Cousins took a snap and tripped on himself and fell backwards. Uh, I did not see this. I'd like to see it. Oh, no. Look yeah. at, dude, he got, it looks like he got sniped on the dome. Yeah, that's tough. Then the second one, the more funny one. Um, so Matt Ryan was quarterbacking. The Colts offense was on the field. And the Vikings defender kind of came around and gave Matt Ryan a little uh, finger pop in the asshole. And somebody got no. the most incredible picture of it. Like, literally finger in the hole. Like, couldn't be better with the placement. That's crazy. <laughs> That's nuts. You should make that your phone back out. <laughs> oh, you're, you're at work. So like, he got, hey, he, Steve, he got, what, got, what time is it? You so Matt Ryan, not only did he lose the largest comeback in NFL history, aside from his second record for the largest comeback in NFL history, he also got anally raped and then benched for the second time in the season. Yeah. Prayers up for Matt Ryan, man. He is retired. You kind of have to at that point. Yeah. Like, After getting anally assaulted on the, on the field yeah. and getting replaced. Replaced for the second time of the season. I hope he has a good Christmas. I, I hope like, he has. Like, I hope he gets exactly what he wanted. Like, yeah. I feel bad for him. That sucks. Mm-hmm. The uh, next gut-wrenching moment, though, came from quarterback Justin Fields. He dropped the pause moment in a post-game interview from the Eagles game. Quote, I just felt the 300-pound guy come on my back. <laughs> then he even dropped the pause. Pause? <laughs> I, 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 I like, corrected this. himself. I saw this one. It's very funny. <laughs> 
And then, uh, so I actually had a lot of gut-wrenching moments this week. Uh, did you see, I mean, we maybe I can table this for the weenies, but uh, did you see at the end of the Patriots-Raiders game, the fan? Yes. So the Raiders fan was just giving it all the Pats fan, and the Pats fan just kept his composure. And it was like a very cringe moment for the Raiders fan. Base. It was bad. It was very bad. Um, now, then you had, this is where I was like against the Patriots again. Because you had every single Patriots fan come out of the woodwork. He's like, this is why Patriots fans are the classiest fans in the NFL. Yada, yada, yada. And I was like, just stop. Mm-hmm. You had your moment. We were okay with you. We were supporting you. And then you just got to, like, build it higher to the point where it's like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, like, I think uh, the Prez went out and, like, tweeted something like that. That's what I say. I, and they're, I was they're, like, bud. They're not the classiest <laughs> Yeah, come on, man. Um uh, and then the last thing I had, this isn't really more gut wrenching, but it's uh, do you see George Pink- Pickens stepping over the ref like AI over Tyron Lou? That was that was great, dude. That's uh, got to be a penalty. That's got to be a fine. I, there's no fine. There's got to be a fine. There ha- I, I'm a Steelers fan, and I'm like, dude, you should get fined for that. That was disrespectful. <laughs> that was the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen to an NFL ref. I'm very surprised that it's not a fine. <laughs> like extremely uh, surprised. Oh man. It was, like, intentional, too. It wasn't even, like, trying to get out of the way thing. Like, if you played those same clips next to each other, it was the exact same thing. He stared him in the eyes and stepped (laughs) over him. He saw him there. The the film literally shows him looking at him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, that was my gut-wrenching moments. Um, Do you have anyone throw in? Um, Two. Because one was going to be an honorable mention for weenies. um, But it's more of a gut-wrenching than Mm -hmm. weenie. it was oh, Giovanni Bernard um, yeah. getting a fake punt called his way, and he didn't know it was a fake punt, so it hit him in the face. Yeah. Um, and then after the game, all the interview stuff, like the reporters were in the locker room trying to talk to him, and he's like, I'm not having media today. And then all, you have a really cringy reporters going like, well, we didn't ask you all year for minutes because, like, you were hurt. hurt. <laughs> and then he just kept repeating the same stuff, like, it's on me, it's on me. I'm Team Geo in that. I am too. Yeah, I am like, too. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. I'd be that petty if I was an NFL player. Yeah, fuck reporters. With the media. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I mean, not all of them, but like. Yeah, there's some I'd be cool there's with. There's definitely times where like uh, the players like definitely like. Dude, I'd make it like a thing. I'd be like, look, if you don't ask me questions on like this other unrelated thing, then I will give a uh, face-to-face interview with one person. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Just to like incentivize it. Mm-hmm. I'll date your sister. <laughs> I'll fuck your sister. Um, no, absolutely. Like that. And the other one was uh, Zach Wilson buying the lineman mini bikes. Just because, like, <laughs> they don't like you, dude. <laughs> you should have saved your money. Because, like, you could have, you're going to need it after you're, yeah. you're off the Jets next year. Oh, I thought of another one. It's not really gut-wrenching, but did you see the 49ers uh, rookie dinner bill? Uh, that's funny. It's like 85K or something like that. Yeah, I did see that. That's funny. <laughs> That's tough, man. Brock Purdy, I think, was there. Yeah, he's, he got fucked. <laughs> That's tough. Um, but anyways, we'll take it over to Guys Grandiose Gangs. A uh, little bit of shakeups here in the middle area. So as you kind of do with power rankings, I'll just kind of rattle off the first few. Number one, Eagles. Number two, Chiefs. Number three, Bills. For reasons that we've stated previously. Number four, I have the 49ers. They officially took that leap to the top four spot there. They've been on an absolute tear and can't be stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Number five out of the Bengals. Same thing. Been on a tear. Can't be stopped. This big comeback victory over the Buccaneers and kind of putting more on top of it. Um, very good effort by the Bengals. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Number six out of the Vikings. Yeah, they won in a crazy comeback victory. But they just – I don't – they're getting so untrustworthy as far as, like – playing these games like i'd be so i'd be going bald if i was a vikings fan mm-hmm. like this is ridiculous like their point differential is the lowest in like nfl history it's since like the one? super bowl merger one it's something like that it's like one I like think. the what if uh the what if records dropped somewhat recently and so it's just like if there was if every one possession game was turned the other way as the result um the vikings would be one and eleven <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's so bad. That's so bad. Uh, number seven out of the Cowboys. So yeah, they lost to the Jags. They've been looking a little bit stagnant in the past few weeks, but um, I still think they're a contender for the Super Bowl at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and I think they're better than the teams that fall below them on this list. So I think I I, I think that's a I bad didn't loss. Want to take them off yet? But. I I think it's a, that's a, a that's more of a trap game than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I think that was a fluke of a game. It yeah, wasn't, the it Jags was, have been hungry too. Yeah, they've been playing well. They can like, win the division. When you're this good, you can't win every game. You mm-hmm. know, like every team has a bad loss. Yeah, uh, number eight, I have the Ravens. Um, they've been dealing with a lot of injuries this season, but they're still up there to make the playoffs, possibly win the AFC North if some mm-hmm. things go right in their way. Um, so I have them number eight. Number nine, I have the Chargers, kind of on a little bit of an upside here. Um, these past few weeks, and uh, I think they deserve to get that accreditation for the nine spot at the very least. Uh, then number ten, Lions. I love it, dude. They've been on a what six game win streak, or like six and one, or seven and one in the last like something, eight games, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it's been insane for the Lions. Um, Jared Goff is having a career year. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown is one of the top receivers in the league. It's just been going so well for the Lions. I love yeah. the Lions. Um, Dan Campbell's they have man. a super high pick because the Rams stink, mm-hmm. and the Lions are going to get that pick. I also saw during this stretch Dan Campbell's coach of the year odds mm-hmm. is now like plus one something. Like he went – he yeah. was before the season he's like 101. Then like during the season like 50 to 1. And then like now he's like one of the favorites, for and it coach sucks the year, because he nuts. won't win it, but he yeah. should. I mean, it's probably gonna be if I if I had to guess, it's pro- I'd give my vote to Dan Campbell. It's probably gonna be uh, Sirianni. Is that his name from Eagles? Yeah, it's. I hate how they do that too. It's usually the better team gets it. Yeah, I, I just hate I, that. I, I, I like that. I agree. I think in some certain some it. instances the best team should get it, mm-hmm. but like the lines, no one thought it was gonna be good. So you got to give it to Dan Campbell. Like the year yeah. that. Tomlin fought and clawed to get back to 500 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. with Duck Hodges as a starting quarterback. Like, yeah, that, he should have won it that year. Mm-hmm. The year of Mike uh, Flores, everyone thought the Dolphins weren't going to win a single game. And he brought mm-hmm. like six wins. Mm-hmm. He should have got that year, you know? Yeah. I think this year it should go to Dable. Mm-hmm. Go to the Giants, who everybody thought was going to be like, what, two and two and like 16. Yeah. And then they're in the playoffs right now. So. I'd say give it to the Giants. I'd love to give it to Dan Campbell, but I just don't think he beats uh, Nick Sirianni or Dable. I think Sirianni's going to get it. But here, let's probably. Look at the yeah. How about that? It's probably Sirianni's the clear-cut favorite. Probably minus odds, I'd even say. 
And then I'd say Dable's two. And I don't know who would be three. Sean McDermott or Andy Reid? Coach of Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel, yeah. He'd be up there. Our coach of the year odds right now. Nick Sirianni is the favorite, mm-hmm. minus 225. Yep. Dan Campbell is the second with plus 250. Then uh, Kyle Shanahan plus 2,000. Wait, Dan Campbell? Dan Campbell's two. Who's Dan Campbell? Lions. I'm drawing a bl- oh, oh, my bad. I drew a blank. Sorry. That's what started us on this conversation. Yeah, sorry. I drew a big blank there. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Sirianni is one. Dan Campbell's two. Shanahan's three. Dable's four. Kevin O'Connell's five. Really? Doug Peterson, six. Wow. Robert Sala, seven. That's crazy, Dan Campbell. Pete Carroll, eight. All right. Well, Sean more, more than nine, credit, too. Andy Reid, ten. That's crazy. Um, But, yeah, so that's your uh, top ten. Yeah, I agree with most of it. I wasn't really responding when you are doing it because I uh, watching the game. Etienne got hurt, and I was very concerned, and then oh. he's back. Okay, okay, good, good, good. He he went to the he, the fact that he didn't go to the to- uh, the blue tent right away. I was like, oh, yeah, he's yeah, fine. okay, cool. Um, it just banged up his shoulder, so I was very concerned though. So I was very spacey. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, all right, let's take it over to your uh, weenies. All right, weenies of the week. Honorable mention. Mm-hmm. This was the number three spot until I found a better three spot, um, and that was. <laughs> The Cowboys slash Dak. Yeah. So Dak had has nine picks in the last six games. Mm-hmm. That's tied for the th- he's tied for third most interceptions in the league, which is bad because he yeah. missed five games. Um, <laughs> that is bad. Yeah, and then losing to the Jaguars this week also kind of takes him out from a pick league. six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, losing to the Jags on a pick six, which makes him third most for the league, um, and just losing to the Jags kind of takes you out of the NFC beast. Race, I think now the Eagles just yeah, have Eagles to win one game. They just have yeah. to win one game and they secure it. I mean, a little teaser for the future, but the Cowboys actually got a berth still because shit went their way. Yeah, I, I, I imagine they're gonna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I they're they're still the, one of the better teams. Mm-hmm. They're probably that's probably one in one A one B. Yeah, NCA. I think because the Commanders NCAA. lost, they still got the berth. Yeah, I and I a couple other teams lost, so it favored them. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Probably the Bucks. No, the Bucks are one division. Doesn't matter. No, it wasn't the Bucks. The Titans? No, the AFC. No, what no, am no. I thinking? Um, I just had a brain fart. Like, yeah, Dan Campbell. Yeah, I can't remember who it was exactly, but I know the Commanders were a part of it. Anyways, all right. But my actual wins of the week, number three, um, the refs. I don't know, just atrocious, atrocious. The refs fucked up again. Um, during Sunday Night Football, there was a few questionable calls. First, before Ro- Brian Robinson punched in for a TD, Terry McLaurin asked the ref if he was good formation-wise. The ref said, move up a little bit. He moved up a little bit. He said, am I good now? Ref clearly gives him a thumbs up. Yep. And then as soon as the <laughs> ball snapped, he throws a flag. Throws a flag. legal formation. Like, immediately, too. Like, no hesitation. Literally, thumbs up, <laughs> hand directly onto the flag. Thumbs up, play snap, flag thrown. Like, yeah. And that would have like possibly tied the game for yeah. the uh, Commanders and the Giants, and, and then would have opened me up for the Pickums. And then the other half of it is mm-hmm. there was no pa- pass interference call, which was very bad at the end. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that was worse, arguably. That that was very much worse. And I believe there was a uh, hit on Taylor Heineke that could have been a rough in the pass, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then also just add more refs to another game uh, in the Raiders Patriots game. Uh, which we'll get into next. Um, there was 
Uh, Keelan Cole's touchdown wasn't overturned after review, mm-hmm. which if you literally clearly see, he's yeah. out of bounds. Mm-hmm. But they reviewed it and everything, and they said there's not enough to overturn, which was like everyone in their eyes could see it was out of bounds. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, Carl Sheffers is a ref. Um, who he was he was the ref who always um like fucks with the Chiefs. So like he was a ref earlier in the year who called a penalty mm-hmm. and everyone was booing him and his voice was cracking. Remember that? <laughs> Wait, maybe. He's like, uh, offsides. <laughs> like he was like as terrified to call. Yeah, it's Kansas ringing City. bells now. Yeah. Um, so he's also the ref back in 2017 whenever the Chiefs <sighs> lost to the Steelers in the playoffs. Um, Travis Kelsey was complaining about a ref saying he shouldn't be a ref anymore uh, <laughs> after the game. And it's the same guy. And then in the Texans uh, Chiefs, uh, game he called a an illegal contact with uh on the Chiefs, but if you watch the tape, it's very much an offensive pass interference. They literally uh, offensive guy just shoves a defensive guy, and they call it for the defensive guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, then also with just that history with the Chiefs, that guy, the Chiefs are one in six against the spread when that refs their ref. Wow, yeah. Oh, so he's man. there's just like days does not like him. I think we need to do like a ref of the year award. Yeah. Maybe that'll incentivize like not being a piece of shit. Yeah, I I like the idea of making him do a press conference after. That'd be funny. That'd yeah, be I great. see a lot of people say it on Twitter. Um, I mean, they'll stop like ESPN analysts from like talking about the refs. Yeah, because like they don't want that bad press. Yeah, you know, it's just it's a little bit of fuckery. Yeah, bit I, of fuckery. I'm all I'm all for that. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, number two, the Patriots. Yeah. And all I wrote down for it was, bro, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so if, you, if you've if you lived under a rock or don't consume NFL, but you somehow still listen to our podcast, mm-hmm. the end of the Patriots-Raiders game was literally a uh, going to go to overtime, this need to kneel it or whatever. They decide to run. Stevenson starts running, has a decent gain, pitches it, offloads it to Jacoby Myers before it gets tackled. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it was just all spur of the moment. Jacoby Myers didn't know what to do, so he started running. Then he turned and tried to throw it backwards to Mac Jones. Um, it was intercepted by Chandler Jones, and then Chandler Jones proceeded to stiff-arm Mac Jones into the Earth's crust and take it to the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah, somebody needs to check on Mac Jones because, like, That was bad. Hell, that was bad. And, like, even worse is it was Chandler Jones, who was a long time. Uh, yeah, ex-Patriot, yeah. who just trounced Mac Jones and took it back to the house to win the game. Oh, my Lord. Um, that was crazy. Part of me did not want that to happen. Part of me wanted it to go to overtime mm-hmm. solely because I had Josh Jacobs in fantasy. And I was like, yeah, yeah. More, more yards, whatever. I get that. But when I saw that, I was that's fine with me. <laughs> that was too funny. Then, like, dude, Jake, Josh Jacobs said fine in fantasy. I still got the win. Doesn't matter. I will take Mac Jones getting stepped up into the earth's yeah. crust any day. You know what? Honestly, at the end of the day, like, yeah, that sucks, Patriots fans, but you know what? You've been having it the other way for about 20 years, so enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I was a little nervous there last year that Mac Jones was going to be at least serviceable enough yeah. to get you to be, yeah, a playoff-like team, and I'm glad that it's just all crumbling now, mm-hmm. and it's just not going to go well. Like, yeah, Ramondre Stevenson looks good. You know, the defense has its moments, but um, it's nice to see the Patriots lose in a way like that. It's so satisfying. And as much as, like, I was saying with the gut-wrenching moments that that Raiders fan was a piece of shit, like, that was awesome to see. (laughs) Just someone leveling into a Patriots fan like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that was that was just so cringy though. It was. I was on. I I where where you were saying earlier, Patriots fans like what class acts? Mm-hmm. Patriots fans aren't class acts. They're not. But that guy was. <laughs> that guy was. That guy, yeah. I, that guy had more restraint than I ever would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would be canceled so fast for <laughs> for pulling a Chandler Jones Mac Jones on that bitch. I would have Chandler Jones. Would you have Stoddermired her? No, 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 no. She needed a whooping. No, 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 no. Sorry if I was loud. That would be funny. All right. And finally, number one, Jeff Saturday, Matt Ryan, and the Colts as a whole. Yeah, just just the Colts. They blew a 33-0 to halftime lead, which is the biggest comeback in NFL history, passing the 93 wildcard game in which the Bills came back from being down 32 against the Oilers. And Matt Ryan is also on the top ten list. I actually have a top eight, the top eight list. Okay, screenshot. I'll go through each game real quick. Um, so number one was what I said. No, one, number one is the uh, Minnesota Vikings come back from the Colts, which mm-hmm. just happened. Number two is the Bills game. I just said. Number three is the San Francisco's beat New Orleans in nineteen eighty regular season. Uh, they came back from twenty eight points. Um, also twenty eight points. The Colts beat the Chiefs in the two thousand fourteen AFC Wild Card game. Was that Andrew Luck? That was Andrew Luck. That was Andrew Luck, yes. Yeah. Um, 26 points was Bills beating the Colts. The Colts are on this list a lot. Uh, <laughs> in 97, they came back from 26 points. Number six is the Cardinals beat the Bucks. came back from 25 points in 87. 25 is Browns beat the Titans. 29-28 came back from 25 points in 2014. I remember that. And number eight on the list is the 25 points. The New England Patriots beat the Falcons Super Bowl. Jeez. So, it's a bad. It was a very, very bad loss. You're up by 33 points at halftime. You should absolutely win that game. Even with um, Jonathan Taylor being out, like, just run the ball. Yes, just give it to Zach Moss. Uh, give him, he had 20 cat- touches. Or that Deion Jackson, even. That like, is not enough. Yeah. Like, just keep running it. Just keep oh running the clock Lord. down. It just doesn't make sense what happened. So, like, Jeff Saturday, bad job by you as a coach. Matt yeah. Ryan, sucks to be him. Mm-hmm. It just sucks. And then the Colts. So I think I'm crediting um, understandings. I'm giving Matt Ryan and the Colts credit. But Jeff Saturday wasn't on the list before, so I'm not giving him points. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think the speech at halftime Jeff Saturday gave to the Colts was like? It had to suck. <laughs> it had to have sucked. Um, it had to have sucked. Um, All right, guys, ice cream on me whenever we're done with this game. <laughs> and then, like, they just lose. Let's go back out there and finish <laughs> pounding these guys' asses. <laughs> oh, we, we've been pounding these guys' asses all day. Let's go out there and finish them off. Like that's, that, that, Then Matt that's Ryan, it. like, shrivels up real quick. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, <laughs> not again. No. Um, but, yeah, that's my weenies of the week. I have – I just did a little bit of – do you, want, do you want the standings? Do you want the uh, in the hunt and everything like that? Um, we have two more weeks, right? Three more. Three more. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Just, a little, just a little playoff preview little for Wainies. Yeah. So there are... How about I give you my the top one, two, three, four, five, six people? Mm-hmm. And I won't tell you which order they're in. Okay. So you, so you got an idea who's up there as the top mm-hmm. ones. Um, in, the, in, the, in the top six... Um, we have Tom Brady's in the top six. Yeah, AB's in the top six. Aaron Rodgers is the top six. Okay, 
The Broncos and Russ are in the top six. The Broncos and Russ are just the Broncos together. And Russ. Okay. Together. The Colts, Matt Ryan, are in the top six together. Mm-hmm. And the Raiders are in the top six together. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of ties up near the top right now, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have a tiebreaker, and it's as m- how many times you appear. Because some of these guys are in the top couple. Yeah, because they have more because points. Because they have, like, two number ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where I would agree with that Some people breaker. on this list are on, like, four or five times. Mm-hmm. It's just they may be on one. I like that tiebreaker a lot, actually. Yeah, so I'm going to get job. I Good went job. through and found how many times I used each. <laughs> I love how analytical you get with the weenies of the week. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I go over the top on all things. I have, I have our uh, all it's time like a Vegas line. It's, I know. Where's our? I have our all time uh, Pickham's like percentage correction percentages and everything somewhere written down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my all time record uh, is I have sixty three point three percent correct, and you have fifty eight point six percent correct. Mm-hmm. And that's going into this There's year. Lawrence. Not that's okay. Sorry. Not counting this year so far. Mm-hmm. I haven't put any of our this year stuff in yet. But yeah, that's my weenies. All right. All right. Well, let's get into the uh, headlines of the week then. Um, so first up, leading off the major headline, the uh, Pro Bowl games complete rosters have been revealed. Um, so I was going to go through, name them, see what you think, agree, disagree, talk about snubs. Um, so starting off with the AFC, because that's the one I've pulled up first here. Uh, quarterback. So we have Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs, Josh Allen on the Buffalo Bills, and Joe Burrow on the Bengals. Are you serious? Yeah. But <laughs> fantasy, dude. <laughs> I know. We're sorry. Quarterback. So the AFC, we have number one, Patrick Mahomes. Number two, Josh Allen on the Bills. Number three, Joe Burrow on the Bengals. Right. I could have guessed that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could guess. Um, well, well, I guess this is relating. So Tua was actually the number one voted player by the fans for the Pro Bowl and did not make it. So the press was like, "Nah," because <laughs> like I said, if he stinks this week, like I don't know, and he didn't really stink necessarily, but it was just like tough to put him in there. But you know, honestly, one of these three quarterbacks is probably going to go to the Super Bowl. These are probably three of the top five quarterbacks in the league, so mm-hmm. it's like hard not. So to. they're probably going to go to the Super Bowl, yeah. one of them, and then yeah. two will probably be the filling guy. Is what I'm thinking, because I don't know who else you'd take in the AFC. That's a good point. You're right for a quarterback. Um, so I guarantee, like Tua is the front man up for the first AFC. reserve. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for the running backs for the AFC, we have Nick Chubb on the Browns, Josh Jacobs on the Raiders, and Derrick Henry on the Titans. Nice. No complaints there. I have two of those three guys in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Not in the same mm-hmm. team, but still. Uh, fullback, we have Patrick Ricard on the Baltimore Ravens. I have no idea if that's good or bad, so I'm just going to say. The fact that you know – do you know that guy's name? Patrick Ricard. I mean, do you know him outside no. of this? No. Oh, that's a – there's two fullbacks in the league I know. And, and that's one of them. I'm assuming the other one is in the NFC. He's going to be NFC one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's the guy Justin from 49ers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Juice, whatever. Yeah. Um, Juice. And then Patrick Ricard, I know him. He's like – because there's only mm-hmm. a few fullbacks left in the league. Yeah. Uh, for wide receivers, so we have Tyreek Hill on the Miami Dolphins, Stephon Diggs on the Bills, Devontae Adams on the Raiders, and Jamar Chase on the Bengals. Issues. Jamar Chase. Who are you putting over him? Uh, there's Tyreek in there. There's. People have said Waddle. I was going to say Waddle. I was making sure he wasn't on the list. I get Waddle, but I also get why you wouldn't, just because you have Tyreek already. 
but yeah, but Jamar it does make miss, miss games, a big chunk of mm-hmm, games. Mm-hmm. I uh, get that. Um, and who's the other ones on there? Uh, Stephon Tyree Diggs. Kill, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, and Jamar Chase. Yeah, I mean Waddle's the only one I I put above him probably. Gotcha. I I think that's fair. I think it's fair. Mm-hmm. But I personally I'd say Jamar Chase. But that's just I think me. I think if we're doing like a non-season effect mm-hmm. into it, I think Jamar Chase is better than Waddle. But once again, I think just the missing games. Mm-hmm. Which, um, which I'm not gonna be biased because I work. I'm about to get into on defense. I'll definitely say someone else. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and I'm saying these in order too. So the first, fir- the first yeah. ones are starting. Yeah, yeah. Um, tight ends. Can you guess them? Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Um, starting. How many are there? Three. Two. Two. Um, probably. Uh, Mark Andrews. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Andrews. <laughs> Do we care about linemen? Uh. No, I I could probably guess a few. I mean, yeah, I mean Laramie Tunzel, yeah, Orlando Brown, Quentin Nelson, uh, Creed Humphrey. Yeah, we we can skip linemen. Yeah, um, defensive ends. So we have Miles Garrett on the Browns, Max Crosby on the Raiders, and Trey Hendrickson on the Bengals. Makes sense for all three. Mm-hmm. Interior linemen. We have Chris Jones on the Chiefs, Quentin Williams on the Jets, and Jeffrey Simmons on the Titans. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Outside linebackers, we have Matt Judon on the New England Patriots, Khalil Mack on the Chargers, and T.J. Watt on the Steelers. Disagree. Mm-hmm. With I think T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt. I mean, I'm a ride die. T.J. Watt. I'm a Yenzer. Mm-hmm. He just hasn't played enough, and when he's played, he hasn't been that good. He played insane against the Bengals. Yeah. yeah. And then he's been playing hurt since, so he's like not been playing great. So mm-hmm. I just think that's a you put a name in there. Yeah, I don't know enough interior i don't know enough uh outside linebackers to put there but in the afc but yeah i, I agree with what you're saying it's cool to see him though i mean i'm cool just with one it. of those it like just... you know it'll be one of those things we'll see like a, a stat for him like made the pro bowl the last 10 years or something like yeah. that and we'll be like yeah but remember that one year mm-hmm. <laughs> big time I, I i can't think one either but i'm also like yeah, there's probably a guy somewhere. I, I'm sure if I look at a list of all the AFC mm-hmm. line, outside linebackers, I'll find someone. Yeah. Like, I'll probably find multiple people who mm-hmm. serve it over T.J. Watt. Uh, middle linebacker, we have Roquan Smith on the Ravens and C.J. Mosley on the Jets. Yep. Cornerbacks, we have uh, Sauce Gardner on the Jets, Pat Sertain the second on the Broncos, then Marlon Humphrey on the Ravens, and Xavier Howard on the Dolphins. Makes sense. A lot of people are complaining about Xavier Howard. I think he's good. But he's having a very bad year compared to what he normally does, and that's what their argument is. Who else you can put there? And I that's mean, that's what I say to oppose it. I don't I know. I mean, who you else already I put got there. Pat Sertan. You already mm-hmm. got Sauce uh, Gardner. Sauce Gardner. You already got uh, who's the other one? Marlon Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I really don't know another cornerback yeah. who's been like crazy good all mm-hmm. year. Uh, free safety. We have Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I, I think that's mm-hmm. I, that's very a good choice. Strong safety. We have Derwin James on Chargers and then Jordan Poyer on the Bills. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, do we care about special teams? Kickers. Kicker. Yep, you got it. Then <laughs> um, that's it. Yep, that's it. All right, let me go. Oh, fuck, I got to scroll back down to it. Ugh. Justin Tucker is easy. Okay, choice. here we are. All right, so then the uh, NFC. Quarterbacks. You got Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts starting on the Philadelphia Eagles. Then we have Geno Smith on the Seahawks. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins on the Vikings. Yep. Yep. Running backs. We have Saquon Barkley on the Giants. Tony Pollard on the Cowboys. And then Miles Sanders on the Eagles. Huh. I have one major gripe. 
Who? CMC. CMC. Where yeah. the fuck is CMC? Well, how is he not on? How is he not on this list? On there, and he's not. Like, Doug, I, I, I'm cool with Tony Pollard. Miles I think Sanders you can take Miles good. Sanders off. I mean, he's been good, but he's, he's been he's Pro been, Bowl good. I, he's been he's been playing better than I think he's been better than Tony Pollard. True. But I think yeah. CMC's been playing yeah. better than both of them. Yeah, CMC's I just been playing better than both. Of them. I was like, I can't believe CMC isn't on this list. That's the biggest snub so far. I, I, I could say you could start him. Like he should be starting over who Saquon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's debatable for sure. Very debatable, but yeah, no, I. It's it's uh, that's the biggest snub. I I this I'm reacting mm-hmm. to this list live with you. Yeah, yeah. And that is the biggest snub so far. That's I kind of looked over a little bit of these. It's crazy. Um, fullback, as you stated, we have Kyle Jusnick on yep. the 49ers. Uh, wide receiver, Justin Jefferson on the Vikings, AJ Brown on the Eagles, CD Lamb on the Cowboys, and Terry McLaurin on the Commanders. Um, so there's one snub which we kind of discussed off pot a little bit. No. Amon Ross St. Brown. Yes. Yes, that's a big snub. I, I think, think you can take off Terry. I was, was going to say Terry because Terry's yeah. been good lately, but he hasn't been good overall like the mm-hmm. first couple weeks of seasons. Mm-hmm. A.J. Brown, I'm cool with. Justin Jefferson, I'm cool with. Yeah. C.D. Lamb, maybe. Borderline. But, yeah, I, I probably, borderline. He's, he's, I, but I definitely think that St. Brown's better than McLaurin. For sure. For sure. Actually, I've had... I don't not, know. Not, not that everything's in fantasy terms here, mm-hmm. but I had both on the team at the same time, and I started St. Brown over McLaurin every yeah, week. Yeah, every week. I don't know uh, who you could, who else you could put in there. Um, I'm trying to think, but Mike Evans had a bad year. Uh, mm-hmm. DK Metcalf didn't do great. No, um, can't put anyone else in the Eagles because Cooper Cup got hurt. Kind of go with that. Yeah, Cooper Cup got hurt. D. Hop didn't start until near the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dre, Ju- Ju- plus, Ju- plus it was steroid related, so they're not going to give him the Pro Bowl. No. Um, if it was injury, they might. Yeah. yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. Uh, tight ends. We have uh, George Kittle on the 49ers and then TJ Hawkinson on the Vikings. Yeah. Just your default tight ends for both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, for offensive line, so, I mean, you got Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, Zach Martin. Uh, Jason Kelsey. Kelsey, yeah. Is the other Eagles buddy there? Um, the island of Landon Dickerson. No, Lane Johnson and J- no. Jason Kelsey. No, there's one more thing. There's no others for the Eagles listed on no. so oh, What's no. his name? Those are the only Eagles listed. He's the uh, like the Pacific Island guy. Oh, oh. Starts with an M. Starts with an M. Oh, I lost. Then I thought it was like that T word. I think he's on the box. Avita uh, Vez. Avita uh, Vez. He's on the box, yeah. Okay. And he's defense. Uh, this guy I'm thinking of he is, is right. Jordan uh, Malata. Ah, yeah. He didn't make it. Yeah, he's good. Um, defense. So, defensive end for the NFC, we have Nick Bosa on the 49ers, Brian Burns on the Carolina Panthers, and Demarcus Lawrence on the Cowboys. Okay. Interior linemen, we have Aaron Donald on the Rams, Jonathan Allen on the Commanders, and Dexter Lawrence on the Giants. Um, I don't really know NFC interior interior lineman, mm-hmm. but I also feel like Aaron Donald's just a name, a, a pick that's mm-hmm. a, just TJ Watt part two. Yeah, I mean yeah. he he did better than TJ. He played more. Yeah, yeah he hasn't course, played like the last like mm-hmm. four or five weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, outside linebacker, we have Micah Parsons on the Cowboys, is Darius Smith on the Vikings, and Hassan Reddick on the Philadelphia Eagles. Makes sense, all of them. Mm-hmm. Inside middle linebacker, we have Fred Warner on the Forty ers and the Demario Davis on the Nor- New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. Cool. 
Um, going back to Aaron Donald and Tyrion, okay, I'm saying about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. If Jordan Davis didn't get hurt, true, yeah, he would be, yeah, he mm-hmm. would have that spot for sure. Yeah. Uh, cornerbacks, we got number one Darius Slay on the Eagles, number two J- Trayvon Diggs on the Cowboys, then Tariq Woolen on the Seattle Seahawks, and Jair Alexander on the Packers. No, J- no Jalen Ramsey. No Jalen Ramsey. He didn't really do that good this year. But I have heard a big argument for the Panthers cornerback that I can't remember his name at the moment. Thompson? No. Maybe. Not Shaq Thompson or Shaq. No, no, no. A, Let me. Yeah, actually, I, have, I actually have depth chart pulled up already. Okay, look up the Panthers. Um, he's a, If I hear the name, I'll remember him. But they were saying Jair Alexander hasn't really done much all season. Like, that's just kind of like a cornerback name for the NFC. That's just taking its grand old time. Of course, of course. With the fill air, dead air. Uh, free safety of Quadre Diggs. That's another questionable one, but he is there. Uh, strong safety. We have Buda Baker on the Cardinals and Talanoa Hafunga on the 49ers. Oh, mm. uh, yes. Talanoa. Place kicker. We have Jason Myers from the Seahawks. Xavier Woods or, Hen- or Henderson or Taylor. Let me see the names. Panthers. Maybe it's C.J. Henderson. C.J. Henderson had a good year. Yeah, C.J. Henderson. Okay. That's who that was. Yeah, C.J. Henderson's definitely had a great year. Yeah, they were saying take off Jair Alexander and add C.J. Henderson. Makes sense. Which I agree with. I mean, look at the Panthers aren't doing too bad considering that division is insanely bad right now. Yeah. No, yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that's your – Pro Bowl rosters for the AFC and NFC. Pro Bowl rosters. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take it over to the rest of the headlines from the uh, other stories here. So, first up, NFL execs actually voted on the NFL awards. So, pretty much if the NFL execs had the say in what the uh, awards will be for the season awards for the NFL, they dubbed MVP Mahomes, offensive MVP Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Defensive MVP Nick Bosa, mm-hmm. Offensive Rookie of the Year Garrett Wilson on the Jets, Defensive Rookie of the Year Sauce Gardner on the Jets, and Coach Nick Sirianni on the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Personally, Defensive MVP has to go to Micah Parsons. Yeah, absolutely. Like, come on, <laughs> come on. Is this different than <laughs> that's some bullshit? Is that different than uh, Defensive Player of the Year? Because I know they have a Defensive Player of the Year, then they have a. Isn't there another one? For defensive something, um, no, I it's only defensive player. Of the year, never mind. They didn't. They didn't discuss they comeback player of the year. Of the year. They yeah. didn't discuss comeback player of the year. No, uh, it's Michael Parsons is the only answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Absolutely, is the only offensive answer. MVP. I mean, I'm cool with Jefferson. I could see an argument for Hertz though if he doesn't get MVP. I think that's the way it should go. Is if he doesn't get MVP, he should get the offensive MVP. Yeah, I get that. I think that's that's fair. I think um, Jalen Hurts. I hate giving it to two quarterbacks, but I think it's fair. I hate to I hate to say how he went, I hate when injury comes into play here, but like I think Jalen Hurts' chances are down now that he might miss the rest of the season. If the Eagles win with Gardner Minshew, I don't think there's a shot in hell he wins MVP. Well, he'd just be missing the regular season. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the he, last three games. Oh, he, is he going to miss multiple weeks? I didn't think he was missing multiple. Uh, weeks. I I when I was listening to like Barstool stuff, mm-hmm. they are kind of saying that it, he's missing this week. He could miss next week, and at that point, you just rest him the last week. True. There's only True. three games left. So I mean, like, you're pretty much locked up for the one seed at this point. Yeah, you just have to win one game. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I yeah, so I think I think that they're going to Well, they're not officially locked up for the one seed. They need one more win. 
I think they need I think one more win to get the division. No, I, I think it's one more win to win it all. To get home field. If the Vikings lose, probably. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure because I haven't I didn't read it. I just heard. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look at the standings. That but... roan from Barstool say a couple times on different podcasts that yeah, all but... the Eagles need to do is just get one. So the Eagles are what thirteen and one. Mm-hmm. The Vikings are like eleven and two or twelve and three. They have the tiebreaker on them though. Uh, so they win one more game, they would have the same record, but they yeah beat them the they win the tiebreaker. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, gotcha. And they have the tiebreaker on a lot of teams that would be tied with. Them. Okay, okay, gotcha. So I think that's what it is. I hear you now. Okay. Um, next up though, R.I.P. Franco Harris. Dude, that's sad. Yeah, ripped apart from the world. Mm-hmm. And it was like all before, like they were going to be doing this like honors for the immaculate reception this weekend. We're playing the Raiders. Like it was gonna be a big event, and he passed. Yeah, in his sleep, mm-hmm. sucks. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, there's they. He's literally. I watched an interview with KDKA last night mm-hmm. from that was filmed the night before. When he really, was, like literally the day he died. Damn. Like at night, that night we went to bed. He died. He was like literally at the Heinz History Center unveiled an immaculate reception like uh, section of the Heinz History. Damn. And so he was there. He's doing an interview. And he looked fine. Yeah, it's crazy. It was so sudden. Like, I mean, I know he was like older, but it was very sudden. Yeah, it's not that old anymore. I feel like for football, for that's football, old. it is. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I was gonna say too. That's, but, a, du- yeah. that's a double-edged source of football. You know, yeah. hey, we'll give you multi-million dollar contracts, but your life short lifespan. Seventy-two. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so prayers up to the family, the Franco family. Um, but on a side note, with all due respect, Steelers by a million. Yeah. Um, and then also another player passed away this past uh, week. Ronnie Hillman, formerly a Broncos uh, running back for their Super Bowl winning team, passed away as well. Yeah, that's uh, sad too because he's still younger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, was, it, take, was it cancer? Or? I think it was with his battle with cancer. Yeah, I think that's what they said. Um, sad. Moving on, though. So uh, the Rams were eliminated from playoff contention. With the loss to Green Bay on Monday, this was the earliest a Super Bowl winning team was mathematically eliminated since the 99 Broncos. So, tough look for the Rams. Very tough. Uh, and then Chargers cornerback J.C. Jackson was booked in a Massachusetts prison for his connection to a non-violent family issue. Dude, we almost had him on the pod. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. So, he's... Uh, J.C. Jackson. Never mind. I, I lied. Justin, Justin Jackson. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um... <laughs> So I guess it's so he was like hurt. So he's done for the season. Um, so he's kind of like doing his own thing at this point. And I guess something's going on with his family. And like he's not in. Tr- I don't think he's in trouble, but he might be like withholding information because it's family. Yeah, is what it sounded like to me when I was reading the article. Um, and then last, Which, I mean, ride uh, or die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then lastly, just some NFL owners and execs are pushing to extend the trade deadline as soon as the twenty twenty three season. What do you think about that? I'm cool with it. Uh, yeah, I'm cool with that too. Because I think I think I I think it's very early for NFL. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you know, there's so many teams that come out of the woodworks. Like like right now, the Lions. Like at the trade deadline, like the Jags would have been buying. You know, yeah, like the Lions would be buying someone. They'd be all over the place. Yeah, like if you did. I'm not saying do it this late in the season, but like maybe the week after Thanksgiving. 
I mean, hell, look at the Rams who need first round picks at the Wazoo, and they mm-hmm. they started sucking right after the deadline. Yeah, mm-hmm. they could they could have started selling some people. I'd, I'd say you can't do the week of Thanksgiving, so you'd have to do either the week before Thanksgiving or the week after Thanksgiving. I'm I'm saying just do the week after Thanksgiving. Just give yeah. another four weeks to it. I agree, but that's all I had for the headlines, though. Anything you want to toss in that you heard? Or yeah, yeah. I actually got one for NBA that I forgot about. What's your NBA one? Uh, there's a report that Trey Young might want out of Atlanta. That's sick. I didn't see that. Yeah. That's it, sick. It, it's, it's something like a friend of a friend is saying that if there's not moves made to improve things, he'll, he'll request a trade. Uh, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, heat? Heat? <laughs> I, I, would, I would switch on him so much. <laughs> I would switch so hard on him. Um, That'd be the funniest shit of my life. <laughs> um, you just get a Trey Young Miami Heat jersey. I would immediately yeah. get it. Um, all right, here I got it. Yeah, yeah. So Justin Fields becomes the third quarterback to uh, rush for a thousand yards in a season. Mm-hmm. Trivia: Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick. All right, there we go. And then yeah. the other one. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not prepared for this one. Okay. Uh, T.J. Watt had a 75th sack uh, against the Panthers on Sunday, mm-hmm. make, making him the third fastest to 75 sacks behind who? Lawrence Taylor? No, because the sacks weren't a thing. Fuck. Sacks didn't start until like late that. 80s. Fastest he- is 75 sacks. Strahan? No. <sighs> Ray Lewis. No. Fuck. I'm out. What? I'm out. I guess three. I'll count Lawrence Taylor. Um. Is it like newer or older? Like, um, one's currently still in the league, and the other one, I believe. I know. I'll get you the exact uh, era because I. Oh, Aaron Donald. No. Fuck. <laughs> no. Um. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. Yeah. And then... Uh, I, that's a gimme. I he played for one. the Eagles eight, late 80s, oh, early 90s. Oh, Fletcher Cox? No. no that, he, he's, he was on the... Brian Dawkins. No. no. He's a cornerback. Yeah. Fletcher Cox was like recently. This guy's from the 80s and 90s. He's, he, he's, uh, his last game was in 2000. I'm not going to be good with that history. Reggie White. Okay. Reggie I know the White. name, but so yeah. Reggie White was 65 games. JJ mm-hmm. was 83. TJ Watt was 84. That was a good one. I actually saw the Justin Fields stat, and I considered making a trivia, but I was like, it's too easy. It was very easy. I, re- <laughs> I, I, re- I read both of those when I was looking for weenies, mm-hmm. and I wrote them both down in case they were trivia questions. Yeah, yeah. And then when you didn't ask, they were the one thing. I was like, <laughs> well, I have these trivia questions here, so I might as well ask them. Yeah. Um. All right, well, let's take it over to the uh, playoff picture. So uh, this past week, uh, week 15, these th- uh, these teams clinched as of last week. So in the AFC, we have the Bills clinched a berth. The Chiefs clinched the AFC West. Okay. And in the NFC, the Eagles clinched a berth. The Vikings clinched the NFC North. And the 49ers clinched the NFC West. And then the Cowboys also clinched a berth like we mentioned earlier. Yeah. So the NFC playoffs are pretty much almost set up here. Um, but anyways, taking over to future clinching scenarios for the uh, rest of the league. Uh, 
for the AFC, these cl- can clinch scenarios. The Bills can clinch the AFC East with a win, tie, or Miami loss or tie. The Bengals can clinch a berth with a win or tie or a Jets loss or tie. Ground Jets are losing, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ravens can clinch a berth with a lot of shit, mainly if they win and the Jets and Pats lose. It was like so many crazy scenarios, but it involved mainly the Pats and Jets losing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chargers can clinch a berth with a win and also a lot of shit, mainly the Ra- Raiders, Pats, and Jets l- lose. So pretty much if the Jets lose, it opens up for a lot of berths this weekend. Which is right now, it's like around halftime, they're down. It's looking good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, for the NFC can clinch scenarios. We have the Eagles can clinch the NFC East with a win over or Vikings loss. And that's the same with. And it's essentially the number one seed as they well. They get home field advantage mm-hmm. they win. Then the Giants can also clinch a playoff berth with a win and a Commanders and Detroit or Seattle loss. So that's what we got. As far as the current standings, if the season ended today, uh, for the AFC, we would have number one seed, the Bills. They would get the bye. Then we'd have Chiefs, Bengals, and Titans. And then we'd have our wildcard teams being the Ravens, Chargers, and Dolphins. Yeah, I think the Bills are a team that really needs to buy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because they've – if you if you have to play in Buffalo during the playoffs two games, that's tough. So I we – That's a huge advantage for them. So we'd have Chiefs versus Dolphins. I like that. Higher kill. I would – I could see the Dolphins winning. Tyreek have like 300 receiving yards. Like something nuts. Like just burns the entire Just defense. burns him and drops the peace sign running past one of the defenders. I could definitely see it. I'd honestly low-key be rooting for that. And that would be like opening the doors up for the Bills. Like, you know what I mean? I could definitely I'd be, see that. I'd be rooting for that hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we'd have the Bengals versus the Chargers. Probably a landslide for the Chargers there, or for the Bengals there. Yeah. And then we'd have the Ravens versus the Titans. I don't know what to think about that game. Depends uh, on health. Revenge game. <laughs> yeah, it depends on health for the Ravens, mainly. Like. Remember when the Ravens were number one seed and the mm-hmm. Titans came in yeah, tightened up, their baby? Ass, yeah, yeah, dude. I have a revenge game. That'd be sweet. Then the NFC, if the season ended today, we'd have, surprise, surprise, the Eagles as the number one seed and the bye. Then we'd have Vikings, 49ers, and Buccaneers for their respective divisions in that order. Then we'd have, for the wild card, the Cowboys, Giants, and Commanders. That's so, crazy. The entire NFC East. Yeah. Um, we'd have the Vikings versus the Commanders. Kirk Cousins' revenge? I'd probably say it'd be a very close game. A very close Vikings win. And Vikings win. Yep. Yeah. Um, then we'd have the 49ers versus the Giants. Probably 49ers in a lit. Land, land land side. Side. And then we'd have Buccaneers-Cowboys, which... We keep talking about it. That's, <laughs> it keeps staying as this matchup, but yeah, it's... <laughs> I mean, this essentially is going to be the matchup because the Cowboys are so high as far as win totals... Um, above the Giants and Commanders right mm-hmm. now, that they're pretty much locked into the five seed unless some crazy shit happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really just comes down to who wins the NFC South because if it, the Bucks don't win it, like whoever wins the, the NFC South is win. playing the Cowboys. I think they're going to win the Bucks Probably. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm rooting for the Falcons still just because that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that's your uh, playoff picture for the NFL season. With still, that, let's take it over to the Pickums. Um, wait, I real quick. I did see I uh, Seppi was telling me about it. Mm-hmm. Some dude, some uh, Yenzer, like the oblivious Yenzer, was saying like, "Dude, this this Saturday is gonna be a movie, playoff implications oh, on God. the line, 
uh, Franco Harris's death, his retirement, all this stuff. And like, I think Joey just quote tweeted and said, "Like, what do you mean playoff implications on the line? Both teams are done." Buddy. I mean, technically, we can't make the playoffs with absolute crazy dog shit, but yeah, but no. there's no way in hell it happens. Yeah, we would. But need, last year, we would need like two ties to make the playoffs. Last year, though, remember last year? We, yeah, we needed the Jags beat the Colts. We did mm-hmm. no tie. That's crazy. All right. Um, so let's go to Week 16 pickums. So before the game, we both picked the Jags, and they are winning right now, thirteen to three. So that's good for that. Oh baby, Travis Etienne just had a twenty-yard catch, which gives me my bet for fifteen yards. It's nice. Um, all right, we have a lot of Saturday games this today this week. Mm-hmm. Saturday is the new Sunday, as yeah. the kids are saying. Um, so it's very weird to see, but not your mother's do- Sunday. It's not your mother's Sunday. One o'clock games on Saturday to start it off. Uh, Christmas Eve, we have the Saints versus the Browns in Cleveland. The Browns are three-point favorites. I'm going Browns personally. Um, my magical list of games here tells me to go Browns, so I'm going Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we have the Falcons in Baltimore versus the Ravens. The Ravens are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Lamar Jackson probably won't play, correct? Is he playing or not? He's on is... their injury report, so he's probably playing. Okay, then Ravens. The Ravens are six and a half point favorites, so I'm also assuming that means he's playing, so that's seven. No, I'm going Ravens too. I think if he wasn't, I think I'd probably hit the crack. Oh, I was gonna say the opposite. I think you can get away. Huntley might not play. Oh, yeah, that's true. So then you're in a third string. Yeah, never mind. And Dobbins is already kind of playing hurt. Duvernay's yeah. done. Who the hell are you going to throw to That's besides true. Andrews? Never mind. You're right. I would have definitely hit the crack if Lamar yeah. wasn't playing. Like, I was yeah. thinking that when and I saw the matchup. A lot would be a lot closer if Lamar wasn't playing. Yeah, I was thinking – because I, I was watching the ticker in the pregame, and it was like Ravens. It was like out, 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 out. And I was like <laughs> – I don't Dude, know. What they lose, what they lose anyways? They might just lose straight up anyways. I mean, yeah, just with all those pieces being out. Like, Lamar but, is a fantastic quarterback. But you but can Lamar, only do so Lamar much. can beat the Falcons single-handedly. That's true. He could just ride it down there. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Never mind. It's the Falcons. I keep forgetting it's the Falcons. Damn, this is a monsoon. I know. Shit. I. It looks like it whenever you get close and like you point out the lights, but it doesn't seem like it. Whenever yeah. You're looking everywhere else. Another ETN. That's all right. It's great. Um, next we have the Bungles in New England versus the Patriots. The Bungles are three point favorites. I think this game's gonna be close. I, I think it is too. I have Bengals written down. I was debating about the Patriots because it is in New England, and like after losing that game that way, they're gonna come out. You're tough. gonna be mad, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what the weather's gonna be like in Boston, but I can't imagine it's great. True, true. With all these winter storms going around. But the Bengals' run game isn't atrocious. It's definitely second fiddle to their throwing game. Yeah, but, but I mean, I'm still going Bengals because my magic sheet tells me to. But I do want to look at the weather. I was thinking about Patriots a long. This was like one of my longest debating ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me look up some of these future games. I know you said we might not have a lot of different. No, we, we, we probably won't have like any. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'll I'll say fuck it. I, I, you don't have to do it. No, nah, I'm not going to do it because you know I'm down five points, and that's just like so. It's going to be it's going to be clear on Saturday, but it is going to be like twelve degrees. Boston. That's all they need, though. That's all the Bengals need. 
Yeah, so you're, you're going with the Bengals. I'll stick with the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, we don't, it's okay if we don't have that much difference. I know it, it just it, this is a tough slate for it. <laughs> it just looks bad on the graphic. Yeah, it looks. I mean, if we have all the same, we should not, we should not post the graphic. <laughs> I'll post it, but okay. I'll just say we kind of have the same picks. All right, number, well, next one o'clock game, we have the Bills in Chicago. The Bills are eight point favorites. Yeah, Bills. Bills. <laughs> um. Oh wait, I forgot my. I can't remember what I I have my wagers of the week, but I'm doing it now with the matchups. I was like, did I skip the games? Oh. I have two wagers, and they haven't come up yet. Um, next, we have the Giants in Minnesota versus the Vikings. The Vikings are four-point favorites. I'm taking Vikings because I think it's tough to play in Minnesota. I take the Giants tough. to cover, though. Yeah. It's, I, think it's <laughs> I think I I, I can see a, a field goal game. Yeah, I mean, I always try betting against the Vikings, but... One o'clock, one o'clock, Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know. All right, uh, next one o'clock game also brings one of our wagers of the week. Um, it is the Lions in Carolina versus the Panthers. The Lions are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, my little stat for it is the Lions have covered the spread in seven consecutive games. They haven't covered, uh, covered seven straight games since 2011, and those seven games – came from the end of 2010 and beginning of 2011. This is the first time they're doing it in the same season. Um, the last time the Detroit covered seven straight games in the same season, question mark, 1991, which is also the last year, that uh, the last time the Lions made it past the wild card round in the playoffs. Damn. I make my wager because in the early in the season, I said how the Falcons were on a streak of covering um, spreads, and that was like, That'd be it. That's going to be like the end of the streak. I'm reversing it now. I'm going, I'm riding with the Lions covering because they have covered the last seven games. And mm-hmm. I think they're going to continue. This is an easy matchup. Um, I'm going Lions and I'm betting their spread is one of my wagers. Yeah, I'm also going with the Lions. Um, see, the Panthers, like, they're technically in it for the NFC South and they were having those games where they were winning. Mm-hmm. Their defense is serviceable, but there's no way. Like, I can't see it. I can't see the Panthers actually sneaking into this Mm-mm. and Steve Wilkes is coaching a playoff game. No, I can't at all. Like, there's no way. Um, so, yeah, I'll stick with the Lions. I, I can see it being tighter than they'd like, but I'll, I'll, I'll roll with it. Yeah, and covering's only two and a half, so it's just mm-hmm. the Lions need a one-back field goal, which I can see happening. Yeah. Um, next one o'clock game, we have the Seahawks in Kansas City versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs are 10-point favorites. Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really go wrong there. Are we going to go Seahawks for a second? No, I kind of, like, had to burp. Oh. So I didn't want to, like, burp into my mic, so I kind of, like, did one of those, like, um, like you know, you kind of burp in your mouth and just mm-hmm. blow out the air. I get that. Yeah. Next, Houston, we have a spread game. <laughs> we have the Texans in Tennessee versus the Titans. Titans are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Sure, time to pick. I know, and I'm I'm debating something. What was the line? Three and a half. Oh. Oh. Yeah, this is tough. Titans have been playing like shit, but the Texans are I, kind of shit, but they're playing tight. I, I'm kind of debating on taking the Texans straight up mm-hmm. because no Tannehill either. Tannehill's hurt. Yeah? He's done for regular season. Mm-hmm. So, like, Malik Willis hasn't... When he played, he wasn't great. He was not great. But it's also, I don't want to pick the Titans. Mm-hmm. Texans, I mean. So I'm going to go Titans three. Titans three? No. Ah. You want to go Texans? I want to go Texans so bad. <laughs> I'm going to go, oh yeah, I'll go Titans three. 
Okay. I'm going to take over that because Derrick Henry thrashes the Texans. Like, yeah. he obliterates the Texans historically. Yeah, he can obliterate them, though. And I mean, yeah. I mean, I think they win by more. I think they win by a touchdown. So. I really think the Texans are going to win this game somehow. <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm kind of pausing and debating because I just think they are. Um, all right, next game. We have four o'clock games. Washington versus the 49ers in San Fran. The 49ers are six and a half point favorites. Wait, these are four o'clock officially? Yeah, four o'clock. Okay. I have the 49ers. Yeah, I too also have 49ers. Um, all right. Next is my second wager of the week. Mm. We have Philly going down to Dallas versus the Cowboys. The Cowboys are four and a half point favorites. Um, the Eagles would be the 13th team in December with or December or later to be an underdog who also have a 90% plus win percentage. The previous 12 teams were 2 and 10 straight up in that game and Philly so far, the no, Philly since 2020 is 8 and 17 against the spread on the road. Uh they are the least profitable road team against the spread in this span. So I'm taking the Cowboys spread. What was that spread again? Uh, four and a half. Yeah, I get that. So, I get that. So and not only Hurts isn't playing. So not only do the Eagles struggle covering on the road since 2012, 2020, mm-hmm. Gardner Minshew's playing. So they are the underdogs. Yeah. And every underdog who has a ninety percent win percentage in December or later, who are underdogs. Or two and ten. So you're still taking the Eagles, or are you going Cowboys? I'm going Cowboys, and the second part of the wager okay. is the Cowboys spread. So I'm going to bet the line spread and the Cowboys spread in a parlay. So I'm going to take the Eagles. Um, really? Yeah. Um, in Dallas. In Dallas. Garner Minshew. Garner Minshew. Um, it's that defense. I'm going to credit. Our resident friend Carmen Spica for this. Why? I mean, we were just talking about the game, and he was like, dude, I think the Eagles win this game just because whenever the Cowboys beat us, the Cowboys beat us Cooper Rush, and he was like, now we'll beat them with Gardner Minshew, and it'll just even out. Cowboys didn't beat them with Cooper Rush. Yeah, they did, didn't they? The one loss was to the Uh, Commanders. Oh, yeah. The Eagles won. Oh, wait, yeah, I did fuck up that story. Yeah, you know Cowboys. <laughs> you have yeah, to Cowboys now. Yeah, I'm fucking mad about that. I did fuck up that story. Yeah, because he actually uh, he actually said he's okay. The, with, so did Carmen fuck said, it up or did no, you fuck it up? No, I fucked it up because Carmen said he's okay with losing it because they beat Cooper Rush's Cowboys, so they'll beat Gardner Minshew's Eagles. So he, says he has a slip mind. Uh, so he's like it evens out. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you each hit the backup against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Eagles fans. Obviously, they want to beat the Cowboys because fuck the Cowboys. Yeah. But they also can afford like this loss. I'm hoping these teams somehow meet in the playoffs. Just because that'd be electric. They pr- they probably could. Mm-hmm. They'd probably mm-hmm. be second round. For it, sure. Because it'd be mm-hmm. uh, if all the other division if all the other uh, division winners win their first round matchup, then it'll be mm-hmm. the Cowboys beating the Bucks. And like, the, whoever plays the Vikings might win, but whoever plays the 49ers is getting smoked. Mm-hmm. Out of those wild card teams, mm-hmm. so I could see it. 
definitely. All right, next we have Saturday night, Christmas Eve. Uh, the Raiders in Pittsburgh versus Steelers. The Steelers are two and a half point favorites. Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. Honestly, I was considering going Raiders and then Franco Harris died. Franco Harris died, so Steelers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to. Although I, mean, I do think Josh Jacobs is going to run all over us. But just uh, to clarify, I did have this written out before Franco Harris died. Okay. And I wrote, you can see it very big off the side. You, you want a cookie, too? Stellars. See it really big? Yeah. Stellars. Yeah, you want a cookie, too? No, I'm not actually on a diet, so. Okay. Um, next, Christmas Day. We have three game, a three-game lineup on Christmas Day. Bad games. Um, starting off, we have the Packers in Miami versus the Dolphins. The Dolphins are four-and-a-half-point favorites. The Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, the second game, 430, we have the Broncos in L.A. versus the Rams. The Broncos are three-point favorites. So we have, I don't believe, I do not believe Aaron Donald's back. I do not believe Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson's playing. I believe Ugh. it's. What a toilet bowl game. <laughs> this game's so bad. <laughs> and you know what sucks is beginning of the season, they were like, dude, this is going to be the game right here. This is going to this is gonna be the game to save Christmas. <laughs> this is going to be the game to save Christmas. And then it's just these two turds of teams. Actually, I think Russ is playing. So Russ is playing. So definitely Broncos. That's almost worse. It's <laughs> almost worse. Oh God. Yeah, it's. I mean, Baker, well, you're not gonna go for your boy Baker. Nah, I'm not gonna go for Baker. Dude, Baker is sucked. I just he sucks so it, much. It's, it's just anytime I pick the Broncos, I feel like it's a bad decision. Like something in my brain is like, wait. Are you sure you think, want to do this? Think about this. Are like, you sure about that? Yeah. I get that. I definitely feel that. And last, <laughs> all these games suck so bad. Christmas night, we have the Bucks in Arizona versus the Cardinals. The Bucks are seven and a half point favorites. Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley. Um, I have the Bucks, but I really, I, I, I might rather pick the Cardinals. You're going to do Cardinals? No. <laughs> I mean, in a... Perfect world, the Cardinals win because D Hop goes off because Trace McSorley is sweet. <laughs> you know what? Well, how many differences do we have? I'm going Bucks just for your reference, and the only difference we have is the uh, Houston. We have a spread. And how, many, how many points am I up? You're up five. Give me the fucking cards. <laughs> I've been cracked. That's my crack. See, this, this is how it goes, though. I keep going cards. Here's how it goes, though. Every year in Pickums, you get that lead. Then I do shit like this. I do shit like this. I do fuck shit like this. And it fucking falls in line like a goddamn stack of dominoes. Like I have a a cushion, so I (laughs) I, so I take risky. And like they're gonna be like Trace. We're gonna see all the memes again. The fucking song is gonna be a number one Spotify because he beat Tom Brady and it like crushed him. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) That's what went through my head. That's literally (laughs) what went through my head. While like, when I was like thinking about making the switch over, yeah. I was thinking about how people were gonna be like <laughs> sucking Trace McSorley's dick. Because mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, it's gonna be like after Christmas Eve, I'm gonna be home and like go on TikTok or something. It's gonna be like Trace McSorley, Trace McSorley. I'm gonna be swiping like, God fucking damn it, Ryan, mm-hmm. want that pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also just doing it for wishful thinking that mm-hmm. he's actually really good and D Hop's gonna go off for a lot. Yeah. Um, and then finally Monday night, uh, the day after Christmas, we have. The Chargers in Indianapolis versus the Colts. What did I say? Indianapolis. Uh, it's the Chargers in Indianapolis uh, versus the Colts. The Chargers four and a half point favorites. I have the Chargers. I'm assuming you do too. Yep. All right. Well, that's our picks. That's the week. Merry <laughs> Christmas on football. Go Trace McSorley. Um, 
Yeah, I'd say let's go Jets, but dude, honestly, let's go Steelers. I might, I might need you to buy me a Trace McSorley jersey if this happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, all right, let's take it over to top five worst things about Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is talking dirty top five. All right, uh, Christmas top five. So what we've done in the past, uh, best songs, best movies. Mm-hmm. A lot of bests. Best things just in general. Mm-hmm. Well, this year, because uh, we, 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 we've we messed up with doing we Christmas in July. Ideas. Yeah, well, we messed up by doing <laughs> Christmas in July all the time. Yeah, we did right. that two years in a row. <laughs> yeah. Took up all our well, ideas. Well, that's because it was always slow season. Because we were like, well, we need something. Well, we need five. <laughs> Let's do Christmas. Well, now... Moving forward, we're like fucked on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So we switched it over to our worst things. We're going to do our little Grinch, little Grinchness here. Mm-hmm. Um, on the graphic, I have uh, Scrooge McDuck and Grinch on already. Nice, nice. Um, but yeah, worst things. I personally, I know guys too, we're big Christmas guys. So mm-hmm. we're usually Holly and Jolly. But this is I'm be... really not, honestly, no. actually. Well, I am. I'm very holly and very jolly. <laughs> I don't decorate. I don't get a tree. I don't do anything. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You don't have a tree. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, I'm wearing my Christmas sweater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the most Christmas thing here right now. I'm very good Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So doing this top 10, I thought it was going to be hard for me. Mm-hmm. But then I sat there. I was like, oh, I can definitely find, like, rattle off a bunch of things. I don't like about Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that should be felt, too. But Anyway, we flipped the coin. Guy has always picked, and guy has always got it wrong. Yeah. So yeah. I have first overall pick. I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take it because I think my mom's going to get mad at me. But I'm just going to take it because I think it's the number one, one, one. Mm-hmm. Let's go to church. Honestly? Getting dragged to church on Christmas. That's a very, very good one. I didn't even think of it. Because I don't go to church, really. So. I haven't in the last few years because <laughs> yeah. uh, on Christmas Eve, I go to uh, my fiance's, mm-hmm. Chelsea's. Uh, but uh, I don't like going to church. And yeah. I, I, I wish my mom would listen sometimes because mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. sees this in the graph. She's like, why did you say you're not you don't like going to church? All that, all that. <laughs> I will say I, I am religious. All mm-hmm. right. I do. I do do all that stuff. I think church is so boring, though. I'll go the, say it. the worst part about church is like having to talk to all the people like that you never see and it's like so what are you doing and then you have to explain your life story to like 25 different people that you'll never see again at least till easter like it's it's such a pain in the butt it's the standing and the kneeling and the standing well you're catholic i'm not catholic so i don't got all that that's true um but yeah yeah. catholics it sucks yeah pescatarian ain't bad Uh, yeah yeah afraid of fish (laughs) (laughs) um we we worship a giant fish (laughs) Um, that has a little beard and got hung on a cross. Just said when we did that. The but it was like two fishing hooks on a cross. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a big fish with a beard. Uh, <laughs> what's he, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh yeah, you're gonna. My wedding's gonna be a uh, Catholic ceremony too. No, yeah, I've I've been to weddings with like Catholic <sighs> so friends. Long. Yeah, and like <laughs> it's kind because of, like I've always been going to these weddings for the most part with like my buddy Zane and his his wife Lexi, and and we always like usually sit together. And every time it's like the kneeling because he's not Catholic either. I'm always like, Ugh, like, like the big fat guy groan, like, fuck, um, like, like this again. <laughs> uh. they, they chuckle. It's funny. Um, all right, I respect. Like honestly, that's a very good pick. I just didn't. Yeah, have I thought that was board. the best pick on the board. I just was mm-hmm. afraid to take these my mom. Okay, so I'm gonna take number one, shopping. 
Okay, so I have a cup. I have a couple different types of shopping. Okay. I have two different things. Okay. Well, let me let me say my number two and see if it changes okay. anything. But number one, shopping. We'll table it, I guess. Number two, traffic. Okay, traffic's good. Does this affect any of your shoppings? I, no, I no. I see. I just have okay different types of shopping, which I don't know. If I'm going to take now. I'm okay. So this is what I'm envisioning for my pick. I live by a mall now, mm-hmm. so like anytime I'm like, if I just want to go to Giant Eagle, like a week before Christmas to get something. Oh yeah, I'm no. waiting in a line for 20 minutes. No, absolutely, and it's bullshit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, <laughs> I, I know what you mean. It's like, yeah, busy. Just, it's yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, and I understand, like, you know, everybody's shopping and shit like that, but it's just so annoying. Yeah, no, I, it I kills just have, me I, I, I won't say it, so I'm just going to say it now. I'm not going to mm-hmm. use it. I just have going to the mall in general. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I'm at bike shopping. Like, mm-hmm. it just, it's just so congested. It's just so hard to get around. Yeah. And like, so many people, and it's so annoying. Like, I'm trying to go, like, to the next aisle, and there's, like, 15 buggies going down the aisle and it's like you're doing like obstacle courses you just need to live there yeah and then like you got you got like karen standing at the like i don't know the spices just looking at every single fucking one it's like pick one you know what i mean because like i know what i want and it's right there like you're in the way and i'm an introvert so i'm not gonna like just butt in and like grab it i'm gonna like wait until she's done yeah um oh excuse me excuse me yeah yeah so yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna take go, I'm gonna put go in the mall in that same kind of category. Too. Yeah, because that's so, very similar. Shopping number one, traffic. I'm taking number two. I agree. Um, dude, the traffic's been atrocious this past couple of weeks just because of the holidays. And today, surprisingly, it wasn't bad. But I'm fully expecting like tomorrow's gonna be hell. Yeah. If you want to go anywhere more than like five minutes away from your house, it's gonna be a pain in the ass, depending on where you live, I guess. Mm-hmm. But. Like, anywhere near the highway downtown, like, if you have to go from, like, one side of town to the other, it's going to take an hour. It's going to suck. It's going to be the worst thing ever. People are going to drive, like, idiots. And mm-hmm. on top of that, the winter bad weather, too, you get. Mm-hmm. Um, that just affects the traffic even worse. So, yeah. Uh, the traffic's just such a bitch. Do you have another one that I might just count this under? I don't want to take all yours. So. No, no, it's fine. Okay. I, I, it was going to be, like, travel. Yeah, yeah. I got that traffic. So I had travel too, but I meant that more in terms of like flying somewhere. Yeah. But I probably I, wouldn't have taken it unless I had to. Yeah, I I'll, I'll take it off for this because I okay because I think my my point was to make for traffic for travel has mm-hmm. a lot of what your point for traffic was too. Cause yeah, yeah. Even when you just have to try to like just go if you're just trying to leave town mm-hmm. to go out of town. Those highways are going to be packed up and full. The flights um, are through the roof. The flights are through the roof. The traffic to the airport's going to suck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even if you just have to travel, like for me on Christmas Eve, I have to go from Shaler to West Mifflin, which is 45 minutes, yep. to Monroeville, which is like another 30 minutes from West Mifflin, mm-hmm. back to Shaler, which is only 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. It's not just like a lot of traveling around and traffic and everything like that. It just sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's, that's a good one. Um, my number two is I'm wrapping gifts. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I'm terrible at it. I'm very bad at it. I I can see where people were good, and they're like, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Or it's, it's, I, I don't mind it, you know? I'm not good at it, and so I get it done quickly because I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Wrapping yeah. presents are my least favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see who I wrapped first when I'm doing presents. The bad ones, yeah. Yeah, the bad ones are, like, done last because mm-hmm. I'm just like, fuck it. Let's get done with this there, shit. There's some things, like, if I have to wrap a hoodie mm-hmm. or a clothes, I'll wrap it beautifully. You give me a box, I have no to do with it. Yeah. 
See, I'm better with the boxes. See, it seems like boxes would be easy, but if mm-hmm. you look at the size, the present I got you. Yeah. I don't know if you analyzed my waffle wrap <laughs> yeah. before, but like it just it wasn't bad right. though. It, it, it works. It, like, mm-hmm. It's like I'm passable. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm I'm very passable, but I'm not great. Mm-hmm. So I don't like wrapping. Um, yeah, and also like if I'm like wrapping something, usually like I'll try my best to make the front look good, mm-hmm. and like that's where I'll put the sticker or the bow or whatever the fuck, and then the back looks like chaos. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like a mullet of a gift wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. business in the front, party in the there, back. Yeah, I do have one section that's always off. Yeah, exactly. Where it's just like I'm gonna I'm gonna like um, just like separate this bad area to one little specific pinpoint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I absolutely. All right, I like that pick. <sighs> My number three pick is. Hmm. I don't. I, I, I'm debating between a couple right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's tough because I have no idea I have no sense of what which way you were going to go I feel like we've been differentiating a little bit in our yeah. thought process here yeah I'm that's gonna good go, I'm gonna go with having to return gifts after Christmas okay okay like, the, I'll include that I had pretending to like presents that you hate yeah okay mm-hmm. they're kind of the, kind of the same thing yeah. depending on how why you have to return them it's mm. just like I yeah, no, I just hate my least favorite thing ever is someone gives me something and either it doesn't fit me or it's like like the one year my aunt got me this one sweater that just wasn't my style at all. Yeah. yeah. Like I could not pull it off. Mm-hmm. And so I went to go return it. My mom obviously was like, I'll return it for you, whatever. Mm-hmm. Alright, cool. She never returned it. <laughs> it passed return day. I just have that sweater still. I've never worn it in my life. So now I have to start doing it on my own. Mm-hmm. I don't trust my mom anymore to do it. Yeah. And then if you go the day after Christmas, which a lot of people go because they're always off. And traffic. But circling the, the, back. <laughs> the mall is more packed than Black Friday. It's the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same. Yep. So it's just return. And then, so then you have to wait a little bit. Then you forget about it. Then you get yeah. another thing. So returning gifts, gifts you don't like, gifts that don't fit you, whatever it is, mm-hmm. is the most annoying thing ever. So like the traffic and like shopping things sucking is like really from the week before Christmas to end of New Year's, like the New Year. I would argue if you go to the Ross Park Mall anytime after Thanksgiving, it is. I would, yeah, annoying. I could see you after Thanksgiving as well. Yeah. One time, me and Josh Kent went mm-hmm. on a Tuesday at seven, mm-hmm. and we had to park like six rows back and yeah. over. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's it's, it's uh, Ross Park ass. Mall is huge, like, yeah, packed the entire season. All right, all right. Um, so my number three. I'm going to say the holiday TV movies, the excessive holiday TV movies. So all your free form Hallmark. Um, I don't know. Like even like the main networks like CBS, uh, NBC. Yeah. Made for TV Christmas movies where you have B list actor a and new Gretchen, person on Gretchen the block. Wieners from a yeah. main girl. She's like in every Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah. And it's just like, we don't need this. Like you did this same movie like two years ago and you're just doing it with different characters now. Or yeah. like the twist is different or something. Like it's just so annoying. <laughs> yeah, it's very I, And they and they like like when you're watching football. They all pop up and it's like that's all they talk about. Mm-hmm. Or these fucking T V movies that nobody cares about and the ratings are horrible, but yet they make them every goddamn year. Mm-hmm. I um I actually saw a AI was tasked with writing a Hallmark movie, <laughs> and 
and obviously it's very funny because there there does like it does AI things, mm-hmm. but the premise is like this: there's a single mom working at a snow globe shop. Then a businessman moves to town and comes to the snow globe shop, and they hate each other at first, but they fall in love eventually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like every Hallmark movie ever. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I agree with that one. Um, my number four. I'm going to take. And this is more personal. Some people probably like this. Uh, office holiday parties. Okay. And I put in parentheses for me sometimes because it depends on the job. Like you can have a job where like, you know, you're with all your friends. It's a good time. Like management's not involved. I'm thinking like management's running an office party and that's what it is. The awkward, the awkward Christmas party. That's just like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Like, like, come on. Like I got shit to do. Like in in the show, the office, one Christmas party, whenever uh, Angela's mm -hmm. in charge and you get another Christmas party, it's like a, Margarita machine and a karaoke machine. <laughs> and the other one just like, oh come on, <laughs> it's, like so it's just, uh, I hate it. I hate it every year. Yeah. Um, I try to find a way out of it, and then I always get sucked into it. God, I've, and that's just a personal thing. Like I understand some people might like that. No, but. I think I think that's actually a universal thing. I mean, I think there's mm-hmm. the the rare occasions where it's like, yeah, all right, like my holiday party this year. Is gonna be not till January because I work at I work in the office of a restaurant. Yeah, but they we usually wait till after the holidays. In the past, they've always sucked. Mm-hmm. This is the first like fun year, and like the guy our controller usually plans it came to me. He's like, I want to make this year like a fun one. Yeah, yeah. Like, in the past, we were on the we're last year was in the Comfort Inn banquet hall, uh, the Comfort Inn that's off of Twenty Eight. Nothing around. It's literally just like mm-hmm. a random highway hotels. Like here are our, here's our <laughs> holiday party, and they got a DJ, and I was like the only one dancing. I was like twenty beers deep. Yeah, but like this year, it's actually fun. But yeah, but, no, I get that. I think it's a very common. Yeah, and with thing. that too, like another. Th- I don't know if other jobs do this a lot, or if this is a common thing, but everybody in the office like doing a like tag team gift for the boss. You know. Okay. Where it's like, hey, we're gonna all pitch like twenty dollars, something like that, for getting a gift for the boss. And it's like, why? Like yeah. they make more than me. Like what the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I know it's fucking twenty dollars. He gives a shit, but it's like you know, it's the principle to me. Yeah. No, I, I agree. But I agree. yeah, that's that's my guys' grapes. For the guys' grapes Christmas. Guys' edition. grapes Christmas edition. But anyways, yeah, carry on. Um, so that is your second. That was yeah. That was my four. Okay, yeah, so I mean, so I, I get two now, and, I'm, and then back to you. Just, I have so many good ones still. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with four, taking down the decorations. After yeah, that. it's because putting them up. I mean, obviously you don't, but putting mm-hmm. them up is very fun. It yeah. gets you in the mood. I, I people watch the movies. Some yeah. people will play some music. Mm-hmm. Taking mm-hmm. them down is just depressing. Yeah. Taking them down is when you're on the roof in the middle of November, early December, putting your lights up. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is awesome. Going up to take it down. It's like, it's like, it's like the, the Sunday after a crazy party. Yeah. And it's also like, okay, so we don't have another holiday until when? <laughs> like, <laughs> New Year's. Well, I, I, usually, yeah. I mean, oh, so least, I mean, yeah, you're right. At we least usually my family to... usually took it down after New Year's. Yeah, same, 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 same. So, like, that's where I'm like, take, like, we would take it Valentine's down. And I'm like, fuck, Day. like, we gotta wait till like what Easter? Like, the yeah. hell is this? Like, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the only holidays people really decorate their house for are 
Halloween and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those holidays. Some people do Easter. I've seen like Easter things, but yeah. not like crazy decorating. I've seen crazy. Really? Yeah. Like sweet. big like inflatable bunnies and shit. Like, kind of sweet, actually. Yeah. Bright colors everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so taking down decorations. And number five is finding out the Santa's not real. Yeah. Obviously, we're adults. Mm-hmm. We haven't had that in a while. Yeah. But when, the day I, found, I realized that Santa wasn't real, I was like, oh, that sucks. I kind of just caught on. Well, I did too, but whenever I yeah. got you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like there mm-hmm. was a moment where I was like, shit. Yeah, there's... Not real. It was like around... I was never told by my parents straight up Santa's real. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, I just figured it out on my own and just... Well, it was like it. I asked, I think... Or, like, I mentioned it, like, so this is, like, a lie, right? And they were, like, yeah. <laughs> but it was, like, the, around the time of year, like, of age where you start, like, having to get your parents signing stuff for school. And you I was, realize. like, this looks like Santa's signature. <laughs> like, Well, so my mom actually took a calligraphy class in college. <laughs> oh, fuck. So she only banged it out for Santa. <laughs> so there wasn't any comparing signatures. That's hilarious. Yeah, she, so she, she was very good at doing that. I started finding out just because, like, Third grade, fourth grade, when people yeah, really people find talk out, about it. People started like saying like, "Wait, you still believe in Santa, you nerd?" And so I was like, "No, I." He said it's definitely real. And then I, then like, they start arguing. I'm like, "This is actually a lie, mom." <laughs> yeah, and then like then like they start making points. It's like, oh yeah, actually you're right. Then I remember one time, I think the time I finally figured it out was when I told my mom. I went to my mom and said, "Is Santa real?" And because people at school were saying Santa's not real, tooth fairies are real, Easter bunnies are real, all this stuff, and my mom pulled the. The East Money's not real. Tooth Fairy's not real. Santa's 100% real. Wow. So she gave, wow. Up, she gave up the rest. When that, there, Sacrificial pawns. There I was like, kind of like, all right, I'll believe you, but I don't know about this. And then next year was like, the last, keep my eye on you. That was, that was like my last Christmas I believed in Santa. And I was like, wait a minute. If the rest aren't real, Santa's definitely not real. That's funny. That's a smart play. Yeah, she, yeah, she sold out That's the rest. smart play. And she said, I'm the Tooth Fairy. We're the Easter Bunny. Santa is real. <laughs> I was like, oh. you, you got Santa, no idea. Presents just show up. I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I it's fucking God, wild, man. Swear <laughs> to God, All right. Then your fifth? My fifth. Uh, I'm going to go with eggnog. That's a good one I didn't have. Um, but I also never Do people ate. drink this, like, for yeah. real? Yeah. I, I never, actually never had eggnog. It seems but disgusting. It sounds and looks and smells off. Yeah, yeah. Like I, you never had it either. No, it's one of those things. Like two guys shitting on something we never had. True, and but you know still, we might I get mean, some I, hate for that. But I'm, I honestly may never ever. Every have time it. I see it, it's always in like a quarter gallon or something like that. Like you know what I mean? Like a quart of eggnog or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's like I'm not gonna buy that. Like to yeah. figure it out, you know? Because like nobody in my family drinks it. So Same. I never like had it growing up, or it's never been around to try. I've never been in the same room as eggnog. Yeah, exactly. I honestly have never been in the same room as eggnog. <laughs> and then I see it at the grocery store. I'm like, I wonder what it tastes like. But then I'm like, I'm not gonna buy it. Like, what if I hate it? And then I have like a fucking half gallon of this shit. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna assume it's terrible and it's not good. And yeah, there's three things in my life that I've never had, never tried, and I probably never will. And one of them's eggnog. It's eggnog, shamrock shake, and McRib. You never had a McRib? No. A shamrock shake. At that point, at this point for the shamrock shake, I'm making it a point not to ever have it. Yeah. 
I mean, you're not missing much with the Shamrock Shake. I, everyone <laughs> obsesses over it, and I just don't find. I don't think a mint milkshake will be good. Yeah, I get that. So I just never. I don't ever buy it because I just know I'm going to waste it. I get that. Um, McRib though, you dude, it was a farewell tour. You missed it. Yeah, until next year. No, it's done, done. I know, but until next year. I I, I think we it'll talk skip, about it on the pod. Yeah, yeah, it'll skip a year and then it'll come back at a different time of year. Yeah, we we, we talked about the whole. Yeah, they're just re- the they're just like rebooting it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all right, so you had you want to do your top five? Yeah. So my number one shopping, number two traffic, number three, uh, holiday TV movies, number four office holiday parties, and number five eggnog. That's good. That's good. That's a good list. I like it. I like that list. Number one's going to church. Number mm-hmm. two's wrapping gifts. Number three is having to return gifts. Four is taking down the decorations. And number five is Santa not being real. I guess finally I like your Santa's list not too. real. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we, this is one of those few top fives where we very much differentiate in our train of thought, making our but, but both picks, good picks. But they're both yeah. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, good top five. Now, what do you have any honorable mentions? Um, I have a few. So. I kind of avoided this one, but ugly sweaters. What the f- I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> That's I'm, why I avoided it. You like them? I'm not a fan. It's no. something you get once a y- for one thing a year, and then you're done. Yeah, I mean, I, this is my second time wearing it this year. Yeah, it's like and it's probably be the last. No, I mean, just that's just sitting there. That's fine with me. I don't have that yeah. many. I just have one. And then I also had uh, it's festive Christmas commercials. Christmas commercials on my list. Um, then I had seasonal depression. <laughs> okay. And saying you don't like Christmas because uh, because of these reasons we're discussing and then being called a Grinch. Just automatically. So, like, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Christmas. And it's like, oh, okay, Grinch. Oh. Yeah, like, like making reasonable things what, what you don't like. Yeah, it's like I don't like the shopping, the traffic, the holiday parties. And, mm-hmm. and then it's like, okay, Grinch. It's like, yeah. all right. Like, oh, you want to hear the, what I do like about it? Yeah. You did a top five on that three years <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, mine, honorable mentions, is I also had Christmas commercials. I had Xmas. Oh, I think not a fan. Ugly. I just think it's ugly. My mom was like, you can, Xmas is bad because it takes the X is out, the Christ in Christmas and all this stuff. I'm like, I don't care about <laughs> all that. It's just, I don't like Xmas. I, it's a mouth. I, I, Christmas rolls off the tongue better. I don't know. Xmas mm-hmm. is, I don't like it. Um, I also had not knowing what to get people of a gift. Like, yeah, like what? Should, what am I gonna get my mom this year? I have no mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. I, I like stuff like that. That decision sucks. Um, being hungover after Christmas Eve. Yeah, really Christmas Day being hungover because when you get to a certain age, your parents treat you like you're a piece of shit for doing that. So <laughs> like, all right, you relax. fucking loser. You really hungover <laughs> on Christmas? Are you serious? Um, your grandparents are coming over, you piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get your life together. <laughs> like, like I, that's just the worst. Like the the hangover on Christmas, you just get judged super hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this one kind of, I wrote this down. Then I realized it's happening in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, someone unexpectedly bringing you a present that you didn't know they're going to give you a present. Yeah, and that's so it. you don't have a present back for them. Yeah, you feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, because I've done that before that, and it's, that was me today yeah but I, I, I don't want you to think that way i don't want you to think that way that's why i didn't pick it on my list 
And same thing with the Christmas sweater here. I don't want a present back. I just saw it because I saw it on Instagram. That would have been funny if that was your number one answer. <laughs> and I stared you down and it just yeah. paused for a while. <laughs> Behind the scenes, I brought guy a Christmas present today. And he said, man, I don't have one for you. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't expect one. I just got it because I thought I'd like it. Um, but, no, like, I've had that before with, like, Chelsea's uncle the one year. Yeah. I, I went over there and uh, it was like two years ago mm-hmm. and him and Anna's aunt both got me gifts and I was like, I don't have anything for you. <laughs> this is awkward. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> so that, but Chelsea luckily put my name on her presents. Yeah. yeah. Um, the last two words, if you have to work the day after or before, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of retail does that and stuff like that. Yeah. This year I was half, I was going to have to work Monday. Um, until today, my my second boss. That's solid. Came up to me and it's like, "Hey, I know you're not taking off Monday for PTO, but like, no one's gonna be here, so you can just not come." We don't want to pay the bill to light the place up. Yeah, so you'll be the only one in this office all just day. Don't so how about come. you just don't show up? <laughs> yeah. I know you don't use a PTO day. I know you mm-hmm. don't have a PTO to use. Just, just take yeah, it off. Like I'm off tomorrow, but that was my office. Like telling everybody that was coming in tomorrow. Mainly because of the weather, but they were also like, it's also kind of the mentality like, there's only three people in this office, so mm-hmm. just stay home. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's it. All right. Let's take it over to pop culture. Yep. So take your pen, write it right up to the drum spot, drop it at his feet, and like, boom. You looking for this? All right. And let's take it over to pop culture. Pop, pop. Leading off, so for our long-standing listeners, last week we had some technical difficulties and we kind of skipped pop culture. My advertising for last week was don't listen to this episode. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. I literally said do not listen to this episode. <laughs> um, so just go into some pop culture that we uh, omitted last week. First up, you know, the Across the Spider-Verse trailer dropped. Um, a so lot we got of Spider-Man. A, yeah, a lot of Spider-Man. So we got... All of the ones from the past movie are going to be in this. Then you added, obviously, Spider-Man 20, 2099. And then so many others, I can't even mention them all. But there's uh, Insomniac Spider-Man from the PS4 game. Yep. And... Uh, there's um the guys from Get Out and from like Black Panther. I was talking about his name. Yeah. He, nope. He's playing the punk rock Spider-Man. Oh, uh, cool. I forget, cool. That, I forget the character's yeah. name. But he's, he's going to be like, a somewhat important character. Because I think one part of the trailer... Gwen Stacy, Spider Woman's uh, wearing con- his Converse, so like he has to be gotcha. in it somehow as a big name actor. And then Spider Woman's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Also, um, there's going to be wait, what's the one Spider Man I'm thinking of? Um, the spectacular one from like the animated series. Yeah, that's going to be in it as well. So I mean, it's going to be Bag crazy. Baghead Spider Man, huh? Baghead Spider Man. Yeah, it's, it's this playable skin in the Spider Man games, but mm-hmm. it's from like a Fantastic Four comic where like Peter Parker loses his suit, mm-hmm. so they give him a Johnny Storm gives him his suit, and they put a bag on his head. <laughs> so that's going to be there. And I also read a rumor that Tom Holland Spider Man is going to be in it. Like they're going to animate. That would make sense. They're going to animate a. Spider-Man look like Tom Holland is going to be voiced by him. Yeah. And then same with like Tobey Maguire and same with Andrew Garfield. Like they're, they're all going to be, in it cause, I mean, that's just a voice cameo. It's not that much probably. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um. Then we also got a, uh, another a trailer for Oppenheimer, the uh, biopic comment about the atomic bomb. Mm-hmm. Um. Not anything we don't already know it's going to happen in the movie, but yeah, 
looks like it could be cool. Kelly Murphy looks like he's going to have a great performance from mm-hmm. the trailer alone, but there's not much in the trailer. I mean, it's a biopic about the atomic bomb, so like... Yeah, exactly. It looks like what that'd be. It looks like it could be like a cool movie to see, though, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but how about, uh, we were talking about before, Christopher Nolan mm-hmm. came out and said he is not using CGI, CGI for the bombs. Yeah, so, so he's just dropping real... Atomic bombs. He's out here just dropping nukes mm-hmm. all over the world. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, who gave Christopher Nolan the budget <laughs> to have a nuke? Um, and then the other trailer we got for the week was uh the Barbie trailer, Margot Robbie's Barbie tra- <laughs> Barbie trailer. It was more of a teaser, but it was kind of a funny teaser because they mimicked uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Yep. Um, I don't know what to think of this movie. I think it could be funny and worth the ticket but i don't plan on seeing it obviously so i would stream it i think at this point because like i mean you got simon lu from uh, shang chi i think he'll be good in it like he seems like he has a good role in there Mm -hmm. uh then you got will ferrell doing something that hasn't been disclosed and you got ryan gosling and obviously margot robbie so I don't know. I could see it being like passable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think this is one of those movies I want to see it. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, I don't with your I'm girlfriend. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just want to wait till streaming, you know? Yeah. Um, but that is all the trailers that I had. Um, Avatar two released this past week. I've heard mixed things. Um, I've heard that it's been pretty fucking good. Uh, I heard that some hate it because a lot of it's just kind of pandering to the effects and the visualization, the cinematography of it, and not really the plot, mm-hmm. uh, which I could see. I mean, I haven't seen the movie. I might go see it. I don't know. I don't know. I do want it to bomb, but it's it had a decent opening weekend. I don't know if it'll last going into like the holidays, though. Um, but I heard it's easily better than the uh, first one. At the very least, okay. from whether you liked it or hated it, it was better than the first one. So there's that at least. So I don't know what to think. Uh, I so I never seen the first Avatar. I mm-hmm. don't care about Avatar. I never will care about Avatar. Um, but so I did hear reviews, mm-hmm. and it's, you nailed it from what I'm hearing. Yeah, like yeah. there's like very much like the plot's not great. But yeah. It's it's it's, it's passable, beautiful. and then everything else around it is just yeah. stunning. Yeah, it'll probably get a lot of Oscars for cinematography shit, but it's gonna be a bad movie. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. but uh, next up though, uh, Hugh Jackman confirmed that Deadpool three will involve time travel. I love this, especially with the Deadpool two post credit sequence being all about time travel. It's a nice mm-hmm. little segue into Deadpool three and Disney. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for that. I think that's good information for the Deadpool 3, 3 movie coming out in, like, three years, I guess. That, yeah. No, I'm definitely definitely for that. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I have for movies is Donald Glover is going to be starring and producing a movie involving him being one of the obscure Spider-Man villains, Hypno Hustler. That's sweet. Yeah. I, I know nothing about the Hypno Hustler. So, I mean, Donald Glover being attached to anything Spider-Man is probably a good thing. So I think that's a good move. I'm cool with that. I mean, mm-hmm. I love Donald Glover, so I'm cool with that. Yeah. But that's all I have for movies. Anything you want to toss in? I Something I would have tossed in last week mm-hmm. if we were here. Um, me and Josh saw Violent Night. 
Yeah. How was that? I loved it. That's great. It's that's great. It's one of my favorite movies this year. Was it like actually good or just like bad good? It was bad on purpose, so it's good. Not but not okay. bad. But not bad. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the fight scenes are sick. Okay. It's literally just it's it's a little ridiculous. That's why I'm mm-hmm. saying why it's bad. But like the plot and the idea is ridiculous and they it knows it's ridiculous, so it plays. Yeah, off and they just yeah. It's literally die hard home alone in a, in a Santa <laughs> movie. It's like it's like Santa does die hard while the little girl does home alone. And, and we're gonna merge the stories. And like people, it's very violent. Like, yeah, like people's like heads explode. <laughs> it's nuts. And then, um, I, not really a little a little spoiler, but not really. Uh, it's like a non consequential spoiler because it's a, like a five second scene, not even. Mm-hmm. Um, as like Santa's fighting, it quickly flashes in and out for five seconds. That uh, this Santa used to be a Norwegian Viking warrior, and so it just like cut to him like on a battlefield wearing Viking stuff, and then cutting great. back to him at Santa. That's great. As Santa like kicking the shit out of these guys. That's funny. Oh, dude, it, it's very funny. It's very funny. The action's great, mm-hmm. um, and somehow the stories like feel good at the end too. Okay, like so I'm very. I'd recommend. I definitely it. stream that for sure. Ten out of ten. Yeah. I would definitely recommend. Um, so I thought it was funny though, kind of circling back to Avatar. Um, apparently like the, they filmed this like a while ago and apparently the visual effects, like director, like who was doing all the effects for the movie when they were editing. Um, she was saying that she thought since they filmed so long ago that Avatar 2 already released and it bombed. Really? Yeah. Why? Because she just, I don't know. I guess she doesn't get out much. You think you would know. Yeah. (laughs) If you're involved in the movie. But it's kind of like. It's kind of like suspicious that somebody working on the movie didn't realize it was released and assumed it bombed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I thought that was a little red flag for it too. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, I am hearing good things about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like every all the reviews I listened to, yeah, they had yeah. their issues with it, but they all gave Chaz good saw it, he said he liked it a lot. Yeah. Like so, uh, I, I gave that some credit too. Like I, I think like Arian Foster gave it around a ninety. Oh, okay. And he's a big Avatar guy. Gotcha. And the worst review I heard was like seventy six, which is still good. Yeah, it's still good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. Uh, let's take it over to TV. Uh, not much here, but we did get confirmation that Invincible season two will be releasing in twenty twenty three. Hell yeah! Apparently, we're going to be getting some uh, more information in the new year. Um, I'm a sp- I'm here's what I'm expecting. January. Maybe early February, we get an f- official trailer for season two. And then it's probably releasing in the spring, summer of 2023. Does Amazon have any uh, playoff games? Um, I, bet I would assume they have a playoff game or two in that deal. Then I bet they, I bet you I bet you get a trailer during one of those mm-hmm. playoff games. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for that. I can't wait. Invincible is amazing. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Yeah, I love Invincible. Uh, next up, we got a little snippet for Disney Plus information with Loki. Um, they were highlighting a lot of the new shows coming out, and Loki was a big highlight in that. Um, so we got some footage of what season two is going to be holding. Yeah. Um, just little clips. but Yeah, yeah. just little clips, kind of seeing what each character is currently doing at the moment, like what Sylvie has going on. And then you have some shots of, like, Owen Wilson's character and Loki, like, you know, doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for it. I mean, I think it's going to be good. I just hope it... I hope it really focuses a lot on Kang and not like 
oh, what's going on? You know, like or side quests or something. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to focus on the main story a lot because uh, you know what I'd be cool with mm-hmm. if it deals with King variants and not the King. Yeah, that's yeah. The big bad. Yeah, I agree because Kang's all about variants here, mm-hmm. and obviously in the first season the big bad was a variant of Kang. Yeah. So like if they just keep growing with the multiple variants, like train as the villain, <clears throat> I'm very cool with that. Yeah, for sure. Because even if it's not the main Kang villain. There's part of their story is going to be a part of like the main story, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. come on and play. And then lastly for TV, uh, HBO removes Westworld and the title apparently is going to be getting a new streaming home. Um, kind of crazy. Yeah. Dude, what a fall from grace. Yeah, I know. Westworld was season one. They was, were saying that was gonna be like Game of Thrones part two. That was so good. Season one. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I never watched season two because of how bad I heard it was. Mm-hmm. And then season three, I heard is even worse. Yeah, I, I thought season three is a little bit better than season two, but I didn't even watch season four. Yeah, and then I, I heard I this even know there was a season four. Yeah, there is a season four. And I was going to watch it. I was planning on watching it. But then I heard this all got canceled and I was like, well, what's the point now? Yeah. You know, that's where I was. Where I was late until watching season two. I was all right for season two. I was mm-hmm. very excited. Yeah. And then I heard. I was like maybe a couple weeks behind, and I was gonna plan on just like binging it. Mm-hmm. Then I heard how bad it was. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm like, fuck it. My time yeah, now. I get that. Um, but anything for TV you want to throw in? Just uh, update on watching. I'm watching, still watching Daredevil. Yeah, I just started season three. Nice, uh, nice. But before I started season three, I went back and watched the last episode of Defenders, and boy, oh boy, did that suck. I just remembered how bad all the rest were. Not the rest. Yeah, Defenders. The writing was for Defenders bad. was bad. The writing for Iron Fist was really bad. Mm-hmm. Season one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's nice to see like, oh, the other characters cool. Ha ha. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Look, it's Kristen Ritter. Like that's all good. But the writing for Defenders was so bad. There was so many like, mm-hmm. what? We're going down there and yeah. like stuff like that. Where it's like, geez, this is not like Daredevil at all. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I had to watch. Yeah, they tried to do like the Marvel. Like it was like future MCU Phase Four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um. That was I was I had only reason I did it was because the beginning of season three leaves off at the end of Defenders. You kind of had to, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to watch all of Defenders. So yeah, I, just I get watched that. the last episode. I get it that sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, let's take it over to music jams of the week this week. I only had four songs. Um, they're all right. I mean, I had Face to Face, Juice World. I'm gonna put that as uh, jam of the week. Nice. But other songs that I fucked with, uh, I heard the Whitney Houston biopic is not good, but the song from it, Don't Cry For Me, Whitney Houston, Sam Felt, I hmm. liked it. I liked I've it. heard of that. And then we got Checkers, 24K Golden, and Band Manrill, and then Nasty, Tyga and Chris Brown. All right. Yeah. That's so that good. is your uh, Jam of the Week. Uh, check it out on the Talking Dirty uh, playlist on Spotify, Talking Dirty Jams. And with that, Ryan, take it away with closing statements. Ken's Brothers Painting, once again, Christmas promo. If you tell them Talking Dairy sent you, mm-hmm. they'll give you a free quote, free estimate mm-hmm. on a, a paint job. It Call took a lot to get that set up, so yeah. make yeah, sure so you utilize definitely that. Definitely do use that. Yeah. 412-784-1577, Talking Dirty sent you. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy every holiday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are going to end with a Christmas-themed 2 chains line of the week. Ooh. Um, for Christmas, I want me a stove. For Christmas, I want me a scale. For Christmas, I want me some sandwich bags. <laughs> so for Christmas, he just wants a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, you guys. I like those. Yeah.
come Santa Claus, here come Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Fixing and fixing and all his reindeers pulling on the reins. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. So hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. He's got a bag that's filled with toys for boys and girls again. Say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes to 